everybody and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I will be your host this evening, Corey, and with me as always, live here on twitch.tv slash ah101, we have Koosh Moose. Hello, Koosh. Am I supposed to speak? I am sure. Yes. Hello. That's how this works. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Big L, how you doing, sir? Live from your brand new house. Happy three-year anniversary, sexy kitten. Meow. Jumping the gun a little bit. Oopsie. And last but not least is Foo Foo Cuddly Poof. Live from Toonland. How you doing, Foo Foo? What's up, everybody's? All right. Hey, guys, it was 4th of July, you know, so America's birthday this past weekend. You know what it always reminds me of? You know what it always reminds me of this time of year? Sandwiches. It reminds me of fireworks. Our birthday. (gasps) Did you know that sometime in the first week of July, we posted a very, very first episode of this podcast? Mm. Like, I looked back on Discord. And my very first post says, like, in case you missed it. So I'm guessing it was, like, a, at least a day late. And it said July 8th. So it's currently July 6th. So it's basically wow. our third birthday as a podcast. Happy birthday to us. Exactly. Happy birthday to us. And in honor of that, I listened to a lot of early stuff. I'm oh, so sorry. And so sorry. gathered... Some statistics, and we're going to put you guys to a little quiz. Oh, boy. And uh, I'm also sorry. I do not implore anybody to go listen to any of that stuff. Um, I do. But episode zero is our most downloaded episode, and what? that's probably why Ooh, it's not it majorly thing. drops off. Yes, that's most normal people thing. start at the beginning. Yeah. And then well, they 150-some deep now. You don't want to start on zero now. They should have skipped all the cutscenes and medicine. I should record a primer. Yeah, so like if um, if you saw if you're in Twitch, I have a little intro video I do, and this time I, I edit it just slightly, and I put Kenny's very opening intro, and he's just like, "Hey everybody, welcome to Achievement Hunting 101." It's so Kenny. bad. Thank you for being here. It, it's like, and then you ask me <laughs> like, "Here's one of my co-hosts, Corey, okay, Rocker Dude, how you doing?" And I just say, "Hey." <laughs> that's it and it was like as like a hard cut if you remember we had like a we had an editor in the beginning uh so it's like we I weren't remember. doing any of it so i don't i don't remember if he cut what i said or if i just said hey but it was bad he and, truncated uh, all the silence so all all of our sentences got cut off just a little bit i remember that yeah so anyways i gathered some little fun facts about our podcast uh, just to see what you guys may or may not remember. So anybody can just holler if, uh, if you know, and uh, we'll see who kind of has the most, uh, most knowledge here. So do you know on episode zero, the very first topic we talked about, uh, anybody know? Are we raising hands? I think I do know it. You can just, you can just yell your name or something. I don't care. Ooh, I'll let you go. I want to say go, go L Hawking. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. That wasn't our topic. That was episode it, one. It was on. It was on episode zero, 
And like we started out like we went really in depth oh. in hawking because we all had just played it, and we were like, we're gonna give you tips and tricks on games and oh, stuff. Like, um, it is is gone behind that. We kind of started with a news topic. Ah, uh, it was Xbox One X because we no 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 because I remember I can't remember what it was, but we tried to do show topics where it was like um easy gamer score games and we would just pick and we each pick one or something like that then we would do like a good game pass game or something like that and we would i don't know we had so many ideas but i forget uh, the very first thing we talked about was minecraft on switch what (laughs) we went minecraft on switch that was then we talked about hawking so it was a nintendo podcast that was basically it yes that was the very first yeah and i never would have guessed that switch having achievements was a big deal it was a big deal. It, it, they haven't got any more since then. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Ori? It was, Ori, but... Yes, but I'm just, no just going to joke now. Anyways, oh. uh, so that was episode zero. Can you tell me, throughout all the episodes, how long did it take before Fufu screwed up anybody's <laughs> name on the podcast? <laughs> Ooh, uh, it had to have been like first four episode, seconds. 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I think it was about five minutes. <laughs> you introduced the first special segment because we're kind of a variety show. Oh God! <laughs> you uh, you you said that coming up next is a segment from Matriarch. I knew it. Man, Elroy. <laughs> Omg! I said Omg. Our good <laughs> both of them. Good friend of Matriarch. <laughs> I knew Ma- I knew Matriarch because that was a big thing. I I never got her name wrong. Right. And as I was listening to like just beginning pieces of various episodes, trying to find specific pieces of information, like Matriarch was on a bunch of panels and I think it was like episode 18 or something. And you said Matriarch and she was like, you finally got it right. So it was like 18 episodes <laughs> where you said her name right or something like that. But It's, uh, it's funny. Whenever yeah, I say zero, her name, I, in my head, I'm going Matriarch, Matriarch, Matriarch. Because that was such a big thing. Fast. And so... Not to spend a whole lot of time on episode zero. Uh, one more fa- little fun fact is, as a panel, uh, the three of us, Big L, Fufu, Fufu Cuddly Poof, and myself, because Kush wasn't there, we talked for 23 minutes. And I think Elroy and Matriarch spent like 40-something minutes. So they out-talked us on the very first episode <laughs> that we put out there. So that was pretty fun. Um, let's see... Episode one, starting from there, because that was our first, you know, I guess, official episode. Uh, we had Waka. He was a, you know, Z to Z text-based quickie of the week for G-Task um, kind of influencer. And he came with us and he started he start recording. So he, I think he's been on every episode. Does anybody know his very first topic? It happened to be a quickie of the week for G-Task. Um, and it was a particular game. Anybody know? Bovine feces. I have Incorrect. no idea. No, no. When? Walk is very first. Uh, this was episode one. Yeah. So, Walk us uh, you know, mid to late July. His very first piece of content was over King's Quest. Mm. Oh, ah. King's Quest. He was telling us how much TA you could get at the time uh, in a short amount of time. So, a couple more pieces of information. When was the first appearance of X the Hero? Um, he reminds us all the time. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's episode. A, it's nineteen ninety one. No, no, nineteen. 
feel like it was early on, like 10? 17. It was, very, it was very early on. I thought it was... Fufu came in a little hot. I think 17. You came in a little cold. It was episode 7. Level 7. seven was the first... I knew it was a single uh, digit. So another thing <clears throat> that we did at the, at the beginning is we played a lot of random stuff. Uh, our intros were just random songs to oh, no God, intros. Yes. They went straight into Kenny talking. Um, our, we did not get our permanent intro music, you know, um, this one until 27, 27 on, we've been on that, but we went 27 episodes with just random stuff. And there were some L songs in there. There were (laughs) definitely some copyrighted (laughs) music in there. So many copyrighted strikes on our YouTube because of our intros. No way. So many. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so it, it took a while but we we finally got there um another fun fact level 12 was an episode about extra life and that was when we had mighty mango still on the thing and like i said matrark was coming on a long time uh some panels as well so we had fufu rocker mango l michelle and doughboy on one episode we had six voices on one panel it was crazy <laughs> I don't think I was editing there. at that point, so that's fine. Definitely not. Um, well, you, you can do that if I'm not editing. If I'm editing, force the max. Kind of going back to just putting random pieces of stuff in our show, uh, which we still do sometimes. I, I happen to notice level eight, because I just kind of scrub through uh, different pieces of the show, like I said, looking for things. And I heard... Bill Cosby talking about Jello pudding pops. <laughs> what? The to- the topic of discussion was Kush beating L in UHH, and L was he got zero, so he got a pudding. Oh. And he came in with his phone and played an entire <laughs> Jello pudding pop commercial <laughs> in the microphone. I remember that. That was high tech. <laughs> it was high tech and we let it fly yeah. and uh, it just made me laugh. It passed quality control, yeah. Quality? There was no uh, <laughs> quality control back then. Or barely quality control now. All right. I got two more fun facts uh, <laughs> for a while there. Because if you look at our episode count, we're on episode like level 154. Um, but we have like 160 something published episodes. Do you guys remember our quote unquote like hmm. we did not have a naming convention but we called them b-sides we just said they're like level number dash two mm-hmm. some of them just for blanks <laughs> yes um, <laughs> also while going through we did not call level 30 level 30 we called it dirty 30 <laughs> we just totally went off the naming convention there professionals anyways everyone. professionals yep anyways these these secondary episodes where we released like two a week we did it very randomly, but do you know how many of those we released? Just the extra stuff. 30? Um, and do you remember any of them? I don't remember any of them. Um, I know there was a news break. Yes, there was, that was one. That, there that, was, was, the, that came after the level room, 11. Say the review raid? Oh, yes, uh-huh. we did there the was, review raids. There was, was a review there was a review raid. There's actually two. And there was actually two review raids. Yes. Mm. There was Some those. stay a while and listens. Did we do? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Did we do an E3 one too? 
I, I, I don't, don't have that so. in my list. So no. um, oh, uh, Wildlife Hunters. Of course, that one. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I counted fourteen secondary episodes. There was something wow. that, that Kronos did with fourteen. Ooh, that's crazy. The last one occurred uh, after level twenty-eight. So we had a level twenty-eight dash two, which was a stay a whilst and <laughs> VSS catches up kind of deal. Um, so oh, after that, we cut it to that. one a week, and uh, thank thank our editing time for that. Uh, some so some you did mention some of the ones that we had on their list. We had um, wildlife hunting, which the first one was after level six. That early, and I edited that. It was Elroy and myself, and that's when I put twenty two minutes of straight banjo music in the background over talking. <laughs> yes, and I don't know if I ever lived that down, but <laughs> that was a thing we did. It also featured uh, two review raids. Uh, we had reviews in there as well. So there was a Dead Age review by uh, Kronos. Uh, we also hey. had a, another review with Kronos. And he did Wailing Heights, but it also had Kush on there doing a Mega Strike. Yep. That was Kush's hey. first appearance on the podcast. Oh. That um, was level nine. Dead Age was me and Waka. Okay. Oh, okay. Dead, yeah, that's right. That's right. Not, not Kronos. Um, we had some game swaps in there. The news break in particular games. Be had games. some Game Pass news. I guess we decided we we're going to do a Mm-mm. you know gaming news centric thing. That's not what. But the it also news had Taco was. Bell. Oh, okay, okay, maybe it was. It, a game. it also had Taco Bell. I was going to say that was the main Which thing. Which was with the, the big Xbox thing. One X. We told everybody how you get the codes, how you enter the codes. There was a <laughs> tracker sheet for winners and their times that we linked. Man, it was it was crazy. Oh, there was a tracker. I remember that now. <laughs> And then the last little fun fact I have. Can anybody tell me the very first panel appearance by Koosh? So after he kind of got on the panel, uh, there may have been a week without him, but then I think he stayed and he was there. So what was that first panel appearance? Um, I want to say... I remember looking into this recently. To me. 20. I was going to say 21. 19 is the very first appearance of Koosh. Ah. Like I said, I think the next week, if I remember correctly, like Mango was out until he came back the next week. Um, but he probably left shortly after that. And uh, then Koosh was here and he, he, he stayed with us. And it hasn't been, I was going to say it hasn't been the same, but it has been the same. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the mustard's getting to me. <laughs> Why did you stick around, Koosh? That's Kush? a joke that you had to, that's right, a joke you had to be around leave. before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can go anytime. <laughs> oh, that's a good All question, right, so, uh, uh, Jable. So I wonder how many different people have been on the podcast. All right. So I, I don't want to miss anybody. So we'll just kind of quickly answer that. We'll kind of go back. So obviously we have us four, Koosh, L, mm-hmm. uh, Fufu, and Rocker. Uh, we have the VSS crew, which is Elroy and X and matriarch uh at the early days Mm -hmm. we have had uh mango mighty mango that is miss you ryan we had uh chronos on a couple of times to do like review content we have waka we have chewy and vulgar we've had chip on that one e3 episode that was awful to edit we've had a nigo yeah one time guests would include chip and uh, Dino Bull. Jables, Chip, <laughs> Dino Bull. Dino Bull was on the podcast? So we're up to 16. Uh, we're a couple up to times, 16. yeah. Did you get P-Tart? Uh, P-Tart? 
Pete Hart, definitely. So that's 17. We also had, uh, I got him. I mean, we also had Carnage. Go boy. We've also had oh, uh, Redemption mm-hmm. and uh, Doughboy and Sasha Morning. I think Montoya. that's a 21. Yeah, that's like five. How many times is Inigo on the list? Well, his voice <laughs> and his body are different. <laughs> um, and yeah, so man, we, I mean, I we've had a couple Freaky is on the show. I've run out of fingers. Freaky, yeah. Freaky. Freaky. And he's newer. Jables doesn't really count, so he... Canadian, and I think uh, Waka's had like people like a lot of new voices on uh, uh, Path of Modus like guy, Battle Royale thing. Yeah, Path of Modus, but he was on. Yeah. I, I did, I did have that on my list, but it wasn't yeah, that Death fun Dealers. of a fact. We interviewed a dev. If if people haven't listened, level two, I think it was. I interviewed the Path of Modus developer, um, and I remember this. I work well it, the, the, when I was going to the office. It was like thirty minutes away from my house, right? I scheduled this interview with this dude and he somehow for some reason said yes. And I went home on my lunch break, uh, which I normally take like an hour. So that's driving there and back. And I stayed and talked to him for like 30, 45 minutes. So it was a very long lunch. And I went back to work. <laughs> I was so stupid. but <laughs> That's the thing we did. Fog was on the wine. Uh, what did Waka do? The battle Game royale show. thing. Oh, we yeah, think there were several that I just oh, did we say missed frame? that one. Oh, wait, this frame. is Frame. Oh, no, yeah. we, we didn't. Frame was a bit on a couple yes. times. Uh, okay. Prue. We've had Prue. Oh, I already know this without even... I didn't even write it down. What episode did Prue appear on? And don't answer, Elle. Ah, <laughs> uh, frick. What is the this one, one that says? Cares about Prue anyway. Is it 23? Oh. 24. Kiefer. No, no, no. 24. I was Damn. not on there. You were not on there, Fufu. It was L, Michelle, Prue, and Mango. And do you remember why he was ah. on episode 24? Uh, His first appearance on ZZ was 24. Correct. There was some symmetry. Yeah. So it's. We've had like, you know, 25 to 30 people, uh, different voices on the podcast of different, of varying quality. I'd be willing to bet we've missed some people too. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have. And I'm actually, uh, I'm looking to do uh, something special with some brand new voices. So Ooh. that number will just keep growing. So it should be good. Um, but yeah, happy third birthday to uh, to us and to you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I can't believe you're still been with us. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Well, that was our show. <laughs> that was level 154. Right. That was a good show. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we do have a normal show planned, uh, so we'll get right into that. Starting with our game showcase. Um, Kenny, you have played some games. What have you been playing, bud? <laughs> I have been playing some games. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, the games I want to talk about is I've been playing quite a bit of Injustice. <clears throat> Now for free, yeah, for free, yeah, totally for free. I totally did not buy it <laughs> two freaking weeks nice. before it came to Games of Gold. Nice, totally wouldn't have done something like that. Yeah, I've been playing Injustice. I beat the first one. Get God, that game was good. That's just another one of those games. It's like, why have I never played this sooner? It's just one of, I've always wanted to, just never have. Um. You could definitely tell that it's an Xbox 360 game. Like, it still plays good. If you don't know, Injustice is basically 
from is it's from the Mortal Kombat uh, people, but it's DC superheroes. So if you like Mortal Kombat games, you're pr- probably gonna like Injustice, especially if you like the DC superheroes. And it's like I said, it's just really good. The first one was on the Xbox 360, so it it feels a little dated, but it's not bad. Although I have also jumped into Injustice too. I haven't finished it quite yet. I've got like uh. 40-ish minutes left. I'm, I'm almost done. I'm like three-quarters of the way through the story, and it, it plays so much better. You could tell that's a newer game, even though I, I looked it up. It came out uh, came out four years ago, which I actually thought was a little bit older than that, but yeah, really good games. Um, the story on the first one, if you've read the comic books or you know about the comic books, it basically is that. I know the Injustice comic books has multiple seasons, I don't know if Injustice Two plays off of that, or if that's a storybook story, bleh, if that's a comic book story or not. But either way, like so far, the story is really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, I believe this this the first Injustice. Yeah, it's the first Injustice. Like this is three Xbox 360. This looks so good for a 360 game. And like, so what does it do different than uh, other games, other fighting games? Um, I don't know. Not much, right? Yeah. I don't remember it doing like anything revolutionary. Yeah. Other than just having a good story. I can't really say that it's doing anything revolutionary. It's just a very, very solid fighting game. Um, I love fight- fighting games. I'm terrible at them. I love fighting games. I'm nowhere like on X to Heroes level when it comes to fighting game, I just have a lot of fun when playing them and they're just solid fighters. And personally, I think I like DC a little bit more than Marvel as a whole. Um, <laughs> Get out. So playing through the, all the DC stuff, I'm all, I'm all about, especially in the injustice comic is so good. It's such a good story. I'm still confused about this DC better than Marvel thing. Um, <laughs> DC is a better company as a whole, but Marvel's highs are higher. If it wasn't for the MCU, nobody would ever think that Marvel was better. So if it wasn't for the thing they were really good at, no one would think they were good. (laughs) Everybody only says Marvel is better because the MCU is like firing on all cylinders with like the biggest turbocharger of all time. Always. The MCU is always good. To be fair, DC has tried to match them but it's not working out no but if you look on anything else that dc has done outside of their uh cinematic universe they're much better fight me yeah well it is a fighting game so yes yeah and if you've listened to i believe it was two episodes ago i forget what the set extra segment that uh, Elroy and X did, but they are basically talking about different achievement lists. And X was one talking list, about list, how three list, four list. No, it wasn't one list, two list. It was whatever they were talking about, oh. where lists have an inflated ratio, or it's not higher higher than what, or it's not as high as it should be. Um, X was talking about injustice too, and sure. he was saying that one of the one of the rare achievements that's. I believe he said it was like a three ratio. It's a basically duck ten times in one level. Ah. So, obviously, as soon as I loaded up the game, I went right into a fight, duck ten times, achievement unlocked. That was my intro to the game. <laughs> Michelle said it was a VSS segment. 
Was it a VSS? Okay. I don't know what I'm... Oh, you know what? That was a topic to the VSS. Yes. You're, she's right. She always is. But yeah. So did you Justice. get any achievements? I mean, I got a couple in each of them. Uh, mm. I believe in Justice so, 2, I've got five. In Justice 1, I have 12. Mm. So you're just sticking to the story of Injustice 2, right? I, I remember I got the game. Uh, it has some great DLC, but it does this like loot box thing. I just did not care for it. Um, yeah. You can definitely see how they're trying to artificially inflate the game time, and I just don't think that it was needed. Um, may, maybe they did because people, you know, people have to play their game longer, but th- that just was not something that was uh, intriguing to me. Yeah, so Injustice 1 is a 80 to 100 hour completion. Um, I know there's like a lot of like, what did they call them? Star Labs things where it's like you got to go in and uh, do like special challenges. I think you have to level some characters up or something, stuff like that. The Injustice 2 is a 200 plus hour completion for that reason because you it is a lot of RNG. You got as you level up, you get rewards that unlock special moves. And I know at least Catwoman's that's what X Hero was complaining about when he was talking about the list. Uh, Catwoman in particular, in order to unlock her achievement, you have to get it off of a loot box, which is awful. So I assume maybe that might not be a 200 plus hour completion. If you got lucky and you got it right off the bat, I don't think you have to get to like level a thousand and then it unlocks or something like that. Theoretically, you could get it right away and complete the game sooner. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not looking to complete these games. I'm not good enough. I can't. I totally just went into this because I want to experience the story. I can't complete a fighter game unless it's like a baby's first fighter and I can just do all the achievements with a second controller, which is neither of these. Uh, yeah that's kind of how i've taken uh recently especially the fighting games in particular um i I keep saying i'm gonna do mortal Kombat. i'm gonna do the injustice story and i just haven't done it yet but it's not something i look forward to completing uh but i do want to play the story just to uh just to experience that do you know about the injustice premise like the comic books no Mm, okay i won't spoil i won't say anything then yeah, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very surprising. <laughs> I I can't recommend it highly enough. It's so good. And even if you don't want to play it, um, go on YouTube. Just watch it. So I, I don't know if Injustice 2 does this, but I know in, in the first one, you can actually just go through and watch the story as a movie because it's like a three-hour game or so, something like that. Super good. Super, super good game. Really good story. Right. Now, Railbait says you're probably not good enough to complete uh, Sonic the Fighters. I think I completed that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. You suck. Well, <laughs> or was there... Moving <laughs> on. Uh, there might have been, like, one about... achievement on there that I okay. decided not to, because I think it was, like, an annoying one. Oh, yeah, it's a disgrace if, if that's true. I... Um, I'm just going to save you, save your uh, face right now. Koosh. You played a game this week that I played and was going to talk about. If only if I was good enough to complete it. I completed <laughs> I Sonic wasn't. the Fighters. Suck it. 
<laughs> and Sorry, tell me about that game. That's probably, probably the first time that's ever been said. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm proud of you. I guess this, I guess this is the fighting game episode because and you're talking about the injustices, and I'm talking about the injustice of uh, a game called Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, so yeah, so this is based off of a new movie that apparently came out and. I hope you don't have it's to watch it. Out. Wait, the movie's yeah. out? Oh, it's coming out? It's not out yet? Okay. It's not I out yet. I don't understand uh, how movies work anymore. They just they either show up on my, my Netflix or my Disney Plus or, or they do, don't. Do you want the lowdown on it? Sure. The, we're skipping ahead just a little bit. Okay. Uh, so Space Jam comes out in HBO Max and I guess theaters. Who would go see it in theaters? Uh, July 16th. I won't raise my hand. And this game comes out July 15th. Oh. But you are playing it early because Game Pass Ultimate members could download it and play it starting July 1st. Exactly. I got this because it was free and uh, it was, you know, it was available to grab. Right. And so that's what I do. The day it's available, I grab it and I play it and then I forget about it. But <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so this is like an old school um, tie-in game from a movie, but, but it's kind of the old school beat em up. Oh, this looks dope. Wait. Yeah. It's, oh, wait, it's what'd you, what'd you, did you say beat-em-up? Yeah, it's like a beat-em-up. Yeah, it's a beat-em-up. It's a beat-em-up. It's not really a fighting game. It's a beat-em-up. It's this is like not a, a basketball game? Well, you can beat people up with a basketball, yeah, if you want to. Um, yeah, it's a beat-em-up. It's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up arcade. And uh, this yeah, is free? You can play... It is free if you pay for Game Pass Ultimate. Sure. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, it's free it's right, now. right now. Otherwise, I believe it will be free to everybody in the middle of the month. Yeah, I don't know about that part. Look but at this. Um, maybe. I'm, I'm almost positive. It looks like okay. it's two-player co-op. Hell yeah. Uh, it's, wait, yeah, three-player? Three-player. Yeah, I see three it. I see it. Co-op. Yeah. Ooh, um, the hell would be LeBron James, though? That's Right? <laughs> so you can play as I've heard uh, Bugs, at the Bugs best Bunny. You can play as Babs Bunny, you can play as. Uh, it's not Babs. It's not Babs. It's not Babs. You're so old. No, it's Lola. Lola. Who Lola? Okay, I, I was just about to say who's seen Babs. The first movie, Babs is so. from Tiny Toons. You haven't seen Sorry. the first one? Oh man, it's good. No, I'm old. Um, <laughs> I saw it for the first so time no, a couple I, years ago. I haven't watched any of these movies, um, but I have played this game, and uh, in it, you basically go from left to right, and it's your, it's your classic beat 'em up, like you're. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or your X-Men because X-Men are better than DC. And um, you're not wrong. You <laughs> and so you, you can do basic attacks. You can do uh, spin attacks that will uh, reduce your health. Uh, there is a ball. I think there's only one ball on the screen at a time. Um, mm-hmm. And you can charge. You can use that as a charge shot um, and it can hurt enemies. You can also pass that to other players and allow them to use it. Some characters will actually intercept your passes or they'll catch your shot and then they'll throw it back. There's a, uh, there's a robot that's really good at catching your, uh, your shot and will just throw it back at you and do damage. You also have a card system in this. Now, when you pick your character, you pick a power-up card that you can use, and that card gets replenished by damaging enemies. Um, I think Tasmanian uh, Devil, Taz, he'll go and he'll do some damage. Uh, you have Granny, and Granny will drop food. So you can, um, when you summon her, you can get some health back by doing that. Um, I think Tweety Bird makes you fast. And I think I just got an Elmer Fudd. I think Elmer Fudd drops 
gems. Wabbit but season. you'll get you'll get more cards uh, by beating by beating enemies as you go through. So I just beat the first boss uh, and got a brand new card from that. And I think there's four more card slots that you can get. Um, you are going to have to play this game a couple times. It's not difficult. Um, you, can, you, can, you can basically just dodge the enemies pretty easily. If, if somebody's coming up from behind you, you just move around and attack the other side. So it's not terribly complicated. Um, there is a, a really easy way to pop this, uh, the first achievement and get it on your card in uh, in no time at all, and that's to plug in a second controller and fire it up. I think that's something that Corey did. Um, it is. I actually was the first to start this on TA. Because <laughs> hey! Of, uh, I, uh, I don't know how, because I, I feel like I got to the, the news late, but I was looking at the achievement list. I was like, hmm, second player join. I could do that. Nice. My first my first yeah. achievement was actually hitting three enemies with a single charged shot. Um, there's another achievement for passing the ball 30 times, which I was able to do um, with the second controller very easily. Uh, like the second level, you have, you're supposed to be beating down a door, but if you just walk up to the door and just pass the ball between your controllers, you can get that done in no time. Because uh, there's no enemies. You're just trying White to destroy them. I think you can do that anywhere. Just beat the enemies and just don't advance the screen. Well, I thought in the very first level, it just it forces you. I thought that... Uh, like after you get through the door, apparently you can do it because that allows you to progress at your own speed. But I didn't want to wait that long, so I just did it before the door and was able to squeeze it in. Um, the other achievements are all pretty much progression based. Um, there's a tough one. I haven't been able to do this one yet, so I'm, I'm hoping there's a good solution for it. I do see that there is something written now. Uh, Master Juggler. So juggling enemies five times. Uh, that, that's been kind of challenging for me, so I'm going to have to read up on that. I have faith in you. I tried that. I think i've only gotten three max i it seems impossible so yeah so what you have to do is i think like um three or four quick hits and then your character will do some sort of a juggle move and the enemy will go up in the air you then jump kick that's four and then when you land you have to punch him again uh, and that'll be your fifth one but i have, i haven't been able to get that to work i don't know if it's timing based or what um there's a boss rush mode uh, there's getting all the cards, which I think is, you know, you'll get most of those by beating the bosses as you go through. Um, and then there's, of course, activating every card jam or space jam card effect. Um, it seems like it's going to be a pretty short completion. Um, it's estimated as two to three on TA. I love these. This is so much better than uh, Spartacus. What was the Spartacus game? Um, ben Hurt. Ben Hurt. Ben Hurt. Thank you. Spartacus Ben. <laughs> they're so the bad. Guy. They're the same guy. Uh, this is so much better than that tie-in. Um, yeah. Now, and, and for those of you that like co-op, you know, it's awesome. Yes, Al? I, I have a very important question. Is uh, Pepe oh. Le Pew a hidden character? I have not seen There's him yet. There's no way he's in that game. <laughs> I know. He was canceled. The only playable characters are Bugs, Lola, He was and canceled. LeBron. That's unreal. Unbelievable. Pepe yeah, I is believe awful. this is an xbox exclusive game uh Isn't it was really? like made for a fan contest and so i was trying to oh, find yeah. it elsewhere and I, I don't think it's a thing so wow. uh, i think this is exclusive and it's just gonna be free take that nba prelude <laughs> now like i said i started this game too and i was gonna talk about it if i could get through it because i thought it was gonna be easy as well but i just realized i could beat em ups i can't even make it to the second boss <laughs> and people were like plug in a second controller 
when that happens and you run out of lives, instead of dying, you can mash the X button and come back to life. Mm. Well, I I have to keep doing that on my second controller that I'm trying to keep alive for this safety reason. And eventually, once that's all the way down, and then I actually do run out of lives, I have to then quickly pick up the other one before it dies. And it was just a mess. I didn't get any further using that method. Like I said, I probably suck. But uh, it, Come I was on, not having man. as easy of a time. Have a wife I probably and have a daughter, an man. Hour on you it. should be playing three players. Get that completion. You make them play. Mm, I don't You're trust either of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would be the weak links. Hey, look, there's there's Tweety Pie. I can't believe this is a beat em up. I thought. See, I haven't looked this game up at all. I just assumed it was just going to be like a crappy kids basketball game. No Meanwhile, idea this was a beat-em-up. I mean, have you ever played a, uh, a tie-in <clears throat> game? <laughs> well, that's why I thought it was going to be a crappy basketball game, because, you know, Space Jam is, you know, basketball. Meanwhile, in the chat, Tony Calzone uh, asked me out on a date to go see Space Jam in the movies with him. I don't know. Dude, I get that for free on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, but I some special privileges if you go on a date. Oh. Popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the privilege yeah and he asked you so he has to pay for oh. it so yeah that'd be fun yeah there you go alright well that's Space Jam Tony wants a slushy <laughs> um, I hate it when right. people ask for slushies because it always takes too long then you can't get in to see your movie you're always late to get a seat <laughs> so frustrating don't get a slushy can't don't do that Tony really they just don't you buy cups. food at a movie they, theater it's too damn expensive they make you slushies yeah, they make you. You've not seen slushies at the movie theater? No, they hand you a cup and then you fill up the soda yeah. cup with slushies like you're not supposed to. That's what you're supposed to. No, it, that's what I do. Movie theaters in Maryland, at least they. Uh, yes, they do. They have. They do their own. They do the slushie for you. That, that's weird. Not AMC and uh, White Marsh doesn't do that. They have like Maybe the machine. You just go up and fill it up yourself. And you sit there, and drink half it of it, fill it up, drink half, fill it up. Do they offer Old Bay as a, a side? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you gotta you bring spr- that in. You sprinkle that on your Smarties or your. I'm sorry for my old man rant. Move along. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. You, it's always okay to turn this into a food caps, podcast. That's what I'm thinking. Sir, Sir Elliot. Sir Elliot of uh, New York, what have you been playing this week, bud? Uh, I haven't spoken to you on a podcast in several weeks. It's been a nice vacation for you, hasn't it? Well, one, one, some would say vacation, some would say paradise, you know, tomato, <laughs> tomato. All right, well, I have a couple games to talk about, and they are both thanks to wonderful community member Mattism. Ooh. randomly in the chat said, I got these games. Does anyone want them? And I'm uh, a cheapo. So I said, yes, me, please. And so my first video games to arrive at my new house are from Mattism. Thanks, buddy. He sent me uh, two games. The first one I'm going to talk about is uh, Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary. Now, I had no idea they made a physical version of this game. But apparently they did. Uh, Duke Nukem 
20th anniversary came out in 2016. So can you figure out when the actual game came out, Kenny? 1996. Wow, very good. I'm very proud of you. Math. <laughs> I have some more trivia. What consoles has Duke Nukem 3D been released on? In its the Wii. Pro- that was Probably a, that a was Samsung a terrible grader. <laughs> <laughs> 96, you say. Yeah, so I'll give you a hint. It was originally a PC game. Mm-hmm. It yeah, came out three whole years after Doom, which is also very interesting because it's clearly would not exist if Doom never came out. I feel like it was on the 64, but... There I... was a Duke Nukem 64 in 1997. Mm-hmm. Very good. I know nothing about this game. Let's take a look at the chat. I know of Duke Nukem. I know nothing Uh, about it, though. Everyone's talking about Duke Nukem forever. I will get there afterward. So Duke Nukem was also on the Saturn. And there was an Xbox 360 port in 2008, which uh, was the first version where you could rewind if you die. So it was very nice. So I completed that one several years ago. Uh, I went through the whole game because you had to. But now, for this lovely 20th anniversary edition, you do not have to go through the whole game. Uh, Because what I decided to do was play for achievements and not for fun. You can use cheats. So, in old school PC fashion, you could turn on God mode. You can turn on all weapons. You can turn on all items. And you can turn on no clipping. You can walk through walls, which is probably the most what? fun thing you can do. Yes. And that's how you can get to the exit. Um, for a little background, if you don't know about Duke Nukem 3D, it is a first-person shooter. And what it did that Doom didn't was have a protagonist that had some actual charisma to him, some life. He had spouted many, many quotes some of them dirty. There's strippers in the game. <laughs> Just a lot of fun. Very wholesome for the family. <laughs> lots of lots of blood. Every time you kill a boss, you you just basically do a fatality on them afterward. So the level design is okay, but what you're really playing for is just absolute lunacy and craziness. Um, as far as the achievement list goes. There's a wonderful walkthrough on TA. I'll tell you what you have to do. You go through all the levels, but you can just load up any level you want. You can just load up the last level and do it that way. Uh, you know, you got the, the, the achievements for tipping a, an exotic dancer and stepping in a pile of excrement. You know, more wholesome entertainment for everyone. That's about my knowledge of this game. <laughs> I just know it's like a adult first-person shooter. I didn't know anything about this game until you mentioned the stripper thing, and then I had to look at TA, and I've played this game. I beat it. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> define play. I mean, I use cheats. Oh, clearly. Well, even with the cheats, you still have to do stuff. Well, if you're just clipping through walls, you just walk you know, this direction and go through the wall, get to the exit, done. Do you recognize this game from the video footage, Corey? <laughs> Did you use a video guide cord? I don't know. It actually... just it looks like looks like that Windows like 
I don't know, 95 3D wallpaper it's, game. Was that Doom? It's not far wallpaper off. Game. It's not far off. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, it's impressive for the time, I'm sure. <laughs> in nineteen ninety six there was already better looking stuff, but it had the fun factor. Um so even with all the cheat codes, there's still over fourteen hundred TA to be had here. It's a very easy completion. So something that might be difficult, like find seventy secret areas, you could just find one or two secret areas and save the game and just reload and keep finding the same secret areas over again and it will count. The game oh, does have nice. achievement tracking, so that's very helpful. Um, there's one grindy achievement to kill a thousand enemies, but there's a spot in the walkthrough you can boot up as well to kill a bunch of eggs. You just keep reloading and killing them all. So overall... Duke Nukem 3D, 20th anniversary, is a fun time. I believe it goes on sale a decent amount. I don't think I would pay $20 for it, but something like $5 or $7. I um, might be getting it confused with another Duke Nukem game, but is this the one that was uh, awful when it was released? Yes, that's me- the one that they were mentioning in chat, Duke Nukem Forever which was in development for over a decade or something like that. And it finally came out on the 360. And I don't think it was awful, awful, but people expected a masterpiece when it's 10 years delayed. The loading time was was very awful. I Um, I just remember Duke Nukem and everyone just absolutely hitting it. It was was really hard. And whenever you died, you had to sit through like a one minute loading screen. So that is is, it's one of those. I tried recently putting it on the Series X to see if it would speed up things. It really didn't. It's backwards compatible on the 360 uh, on the one. On the internal. Yes, I did try it. Maybe it sped up a little bit, but it's still kind of dreadful. I need to get back to it. I need to get back to that. I'll at least beat it on easy, which most people have done. I think there's four difficulty levels that don't stack. That's another thing. That's the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, Yeah. Any other questions before we move along? Yeah. Who are you sending to next? Mm, Good question. Uh, Whoever sends me uh, condiment and just a condiment. <laughs> First two things in the mail were the carrier pigeon sent me uh, Duke's mayonnaise. Oh wow, Duke! Helmets oh, is better. What are the odds, Duke? <laughs> I got Duke and Duke Nukem. That you didn't occur to me until just now. <laughs> All right. What else is there? Great. Duke. Um, the Duke. Duke a Duke Ellington oh. record. I think we'll, Who? You will know what I'm talking about. Yes, the Duke <laughs> controller too. Oh no! Oh, I'll send you some Bush's baked beans. With, you know, Duke the uh, dog. Railbay wants to know about my second game. That's up to Corey and his uh, YouTube skills. He just I'm wants ready. to know that if it's a point and click or not. All right. Well, the it? second game. You don't have to say it. Boom. No, Corey first. Don't tell him. Delay it. Keep on. Oh, the he seat. found too it. Late. Too late. I've already I've already put it on there. It's, Never mind. Look, look, it's Excite Bite, everyone. Excite Bite. <clears throat> Excite Bike. I can't even say it. Uh, this game is called Scribble Knots Showdown. 
And when I heard Scribblenauts, I thought it was a game to do with words, like I'm used to. But apparently this is a Mario Party clone, four-player. <laughs> There's a board game, and some of them you can type in words, so like the mini-games. Um, you know, you can choose to ride on something or wield a weapon. So I played one game with my daughter where she had a machine gun and I had a diary. She destroyed me. Uh, this. Now <laughs> <laughs> got beat by his daughter. This. Well, that's what's going to happen. So my kids love this game. I definitely recommend this game. If you could find it for cheap. It looks like it's a $40 game and it came out a few years ago. Uh-uh. Don't pay that. But if you have kids and you like mini games, and the mini games are really mini. Each game is like maybe 30 seconds. And they're mostly two out of three. And you'll play a random opponent. Did you um, say it's a $40? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it came out it physically is. and digitally. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something like normal Scribble Knots. It looks like on Xbox we have something called Scribble Knots Mega Pack, which I assume encompasses more than one game because it says Mega Pack and it's in the collection genre. So, guess which one of my friends has this completed? Mm, definitely not Devin. Vulgar Fol- <laughs> Fatten. Yes, Devin is the <laughs> only person on my friends list who has this completed. Most people have just dived it, which helps give this a ratio of like a three. Oof. I mean, these games just don't look like they're very in-depth, and they're taking you 10 hours, this one, this collection, 25 hours. Jeez. Well, I, I honestly... My time is worth more than that these days. Well, this is the type of game where if you have four players locally, it's a blast. Would it be a blast getting achievements against three of the controllers? Of course not. But I have to recommend it based on the merits of which we have played. Family of four, we all enjoy it, and nobody's skill level made it that they would lose. So and in Mario Party fashion, anybody could win based on where you land and stuff like that. You're in it until the end. I really didn't look at the achievements too much because I was playing this one for fun and not for achievements. But just in messing around, <laughs> I wound up with... 12 of the 26 achievements. So <coughs> I imagine that you can just <coughs> cheese all of it, let yourself win and do stuff. Oh, yeah. Most of these are just for completing a 15 round match, a 25 round match. All right. Yeah. We've been doing short matches. So if you do long matches, the achievements will fly. Hmm. Well, there you go. I wonder if Mental Knight has this game because it's in the party genre. Party. Well, yep, he has completed. Speaking of more games played for fun, that's what I did yesterday. Whoa. So we got a code um, to play uh, Operation Tango. So Kush and I, Kush, and, Kush asked for the code, he got it, and he invited me to play this game with him because it is a multiplayer game only. You can't play the game single player. Um, I, I, I guess there's matchmaking. I'm not, I'm not sure, but. Um, anyways, the game, the shtick of the game is akin to we were here. So 
what Kush has seen on his screen and what I see on my screen are completely different. And we have to huh. work together to solve puzzles and get through the game. Now, we were here. I, I cheated the game, right? I played with Elroy. Boo. We got through it as quick, quick as we could. Not fun. Super fun experience, right? Because we're not playing the game as intended. Had I played it, maybe it would have been like 2% better. But still, it would have it would not have been great. Operation Tango, I think, does a better job at pulling me in, uh, not only from the aesthetics and the motif of the game, because it's all like technology-based and hacking, where we're hacking people, we're hacking uh, servers and computers in order to get through whatever we're doing. I don't know. We skipped the story. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Well, uh, because there was a horrible know. echo. What the freak is wrong so- with you guys? There was a horrible echo. It was, but we're here for the gameplay. Like doubled up audio, and it was you couldn't hear anything anyway. So, oh so, yeah, and a way out. I'm sure also had a, an audio distortion. Jables and I watched the entire a way out thing. Doubt. I don't know about bullshit. You. We did. I did. Worse. I did. I played Anyways, and we watched all of it. I, I was thinking about this <laughs> after we played it last night. Um, one, I had a great time with it. I kind of wanted to keep playing. I played till 1230 my time. I don't play that late anymore. Um, but I wanted Old to people. keep going and, uh, <laughs> we played four <laughs> missions. Uh, I, I think there's six or seven in the campaign, uh, for achievements. You have to play through it twice. One as, uh, one role and one as the other role. And then there's just various miscellaneous achievements. Um, and it looks like there's missions select. So we could probably go back if we need to get mop up any miscellaneous stuff. But I was thinking about it, and it's better than We Were Here in the sense that you can't really cheat this game like you can with We Were Here. Like, it kind of has some of the same things, like, oh, I need to find this image that only this guy can see. But this game is, like, you're timed. You don't have time to sit there and send a picture. Um, You have... You have to be fast, otherwise you fail it, and you just redo it. You don't really, you're not penalized too much, but it will change on you. So it, you know, you're there's not a lot of benefit of uh, even like somebody watching a Twitch stream with a 30 second delay. It's not going to do you any good. FaceTime restarts were quick. But the restarts were very quick too. So they were. Uh, we were both playing on Series X's, and the game told us what <laughs> platform we were on. That was pretty cool. So I don't know if that was part of it, but it was very quick to. Uh, redo stuff that we failed at. Um, based off what he was telling me, because uh, I couldn't see his screen, uh, he could go back and watch the VOD, but I, no, his screen was way that. different than mine. <laughs> his screen was way different than mine. He was the hacker, I was the agent. So I was like moving through buildings and stuff, and uh, I guess you were looking at like cameras and stuff. I mostly. was mostly navigating through computers. So I was going <laughs> through menus and um, looking for systems to hack so I could go into... For instance, we were uh, infiltrating a building. So while you were actually physically in the building doing things, I was going through the the building's computer systems, um, looking at different floors, looking at uh, camera footage, then going to personnel files and looking up information so that we could, for instance, uh, change your ID card to make you look like a valid employee. Then we, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, basically had to hack the elevator uh, with some help from you. So we were constantly trading off like, okay, I need this code. Like, Find this code somewhere for me. It's an IP address so that I can hack into this thing. And then you would, you know, I'd get that and I go do a thing. And then you were dodging some um, drones, for instance. Now mm-hmm. I couldn't see where you were, but I could see the path of the drones. And then I could describe the rooms and say, okay, we'll go into this room. Now wait, 
you know, okay, now go and go right and then go straight and go left and go right. So yeah, it, it was, you definitely have to communicate. Interesting. Yeah. It was a lot of back and forth, which mm-hmm. I kind of liked because yeah. you don't have to rely on one person. It, it was, it was, it was a lot of communication. Um, and uh, some of it was kind of hard to figure out. Like it did not hold your hand in some of that stuff, but uh, we eventually figured it out uh, through, like I said, four missions. We got through probably half the game, if not a little bit more. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back to it and playing the other side. Um, right now there is a bugged achievement. I collect all achievements achievement, of course, but uh, it is already being discussed and probably like a fix put in. So I do imagine it will be completable with no problems there. Um, one thing that this game does that, you know, most games like this do, you know, like a way out, it takes two, is that it has a friend pass. You can download a free version of this game. And if you and your friend both download the friend pass, the free version, you can actually play uh, a, a mission together to see if you like it, which is kind of huh, cool. That's cool. Um, if one of the friends owns the full game, you can play the full game with the free version. Obviously, I can't guarantee you that you won't get achievements. I'm pretty sure you won't. Um, so that might be a hindrance to you. But it is an option for you if you just want to play the game um, with somebody else. So, so question on that. It's also because Tony Calzoni's in chat is saying that this sounds awesome and he wants to buy it. How much is it? Uh, that's a good question. That's an excellent uh, I'm question. Looking if I had to guess, I would right say $20. Now. It is nineteen ninety nine. Now, well, I guess you could t- theoretically split it with someone else, but would you buy it for twenty bucks? So, if you were game sharing with somebody, you could split it with that person um, because that's how game share works, uh, and you both yeah. could get achievements. I think at ten dollars, if, if you were game sh- game sharing, I think ten dollars per person is not bad. Yep, we played for two hours and like forty five minutes. And Ooh. we probably have at least another two hours to go to finish at least two hours to go to finish the campaign. Yep. And that's just one way the it's completely different uh, on the other side of the yeah. game. So I, I'm interested in seeing the hackers. I'm getting hackers. like yeah. perfect dark vibes. I don't know why. Well, it definitely has that spy motif, which is yeah. for me, what's better than we were here. Um, although we were here was kind of spy sort of. Um, this is all in on, on the, on the spy craft and, uh, it's very good. It's very well done. Uh, it's very, you know, good looking. So, um, the animations are great and, uh, just every, the variety of stuff you're doing is, is pretty cool. Uh, now some things are really obtuse. Like you have no idea. Like we were doing a very hacking heavy level at the very end when we're, we're tired. You know, Corey doesn't normally play at 1230. <laughs> I don't normally like to play games where I have to communicate at like 130. So <laughs> we're trying to navigate this hacking heavy section and it was just, uh, we're trying to describe. Yeah, it, it, so there you, was no downtime you, in it either. You guys yeah. played legit as you could? Oh yeah, yeah, we played legit. There was one time where I looked at the screen because we were doing like a mastermind type puzzle. Uh, and oh, I so you looked like, at what? Twitch. So I, so I did look at Twitch. Was a little bit delayed. And I saw four digits. You didn't and, tell me that. I wasn't understanding what Corey was talking about. So I looked at the, the thing and I saw the codes and I was like, oh, it's one zero zero one. Mastermind. Let's try this. So, uh, but yeah, um, That's a good yeah movie. we had to do. Uh, we had to do like we had to describe these interfaces, and you know I don't see what he's seeing. I could have, but I, I wasn't, and he 
definitely couldn't see what I was seeing. So we had to describe these things. And it was just like, well, I don't know. Like, uh, I need you to get the, the right meter down too and to match up the left meter. And he's like, but I can't do that because if I go to that block, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But this thing has to move. <laughs> and so he starts <laughs> doing stuff. I was like, okay, it moved. Now stop it. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of hilarity uh, from that. Yeah, okay. there's on twitch right now like you're seeing two people's gameplay and one person has a grid and that grid you have so many tiles that you can place and you can see the other person has a dot on the screen well you just need to get them from platform to platform because that's safety and then eventually get them to the end well what you can't see is that there is like a laser beam coming through and you just see your tiles start to disappear well kush had could see what was coming and he had to tell me like the pattern that it was taking so that I could safely build him a bridge. And there were some parts where we had to dodge the laser that I can't see, but I'm the <laughs> one providing him the, the walkway. And uh, that was interesting to, to get through as yeah, well. Cause there's like no safe spot to stand. So you, you have to say, okay, well build me a bridge to here, build me right. And then be prepared to build a path to the left. And I had to be like, okay, it's go time. And then he'd do that and we'd go over uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. This sounds like something I have to go watch his VOD. Uh, yeah, you got, you can watch it on Twitch, uh, for a couple weeks, but we'll definitely get this one on YouTube. Um, yeah. I, when we can. Yeah. I'll definitely get this to YouTube. I don't know necessarily know if I want to play this, but watching people play, especially the two of you. Yeah. That sounds like it's a good stream. It would be fun if we yeah. could capture both. Uh, screens and somehow kind of merge them at some point later, but I mean that is yeah. possible. Yeah. Now I'm asking for a friend. Is this the type of game that um two people can play where uh, someone is just maybe you know getting carried or you know someone gonna get lost? No, no there's no carrying. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's gonna be no carrying in certain levels. Actually, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, when Corey and I are done, I don't know if we're gonna have time where we can meet up and finish this thing. So I'll, maybe I'll just, you know, I'll have my other controller and I'll, you know, I'll do whatever. I'll get through the level. The very first level, <laughs> start doing one of these puzzles where you're trying to move and there's invisible blocks. I'm like, there's no way. You just, you can't do it. <laughs> like you cannot double box this by yourself. Oh no! There's don't do that. Possible. Not possible. You actually have to do something else. You actually have to do something. Yeah, you may not want to start this out. And whoever you I'll ask you to start wrong. this may not want you to start. This. <laughs> Matriarch, run! Yeah, run, Matriarch. Michelle, run! Wait, Matriarch, run! Matarachi. Yeah, Matriarch. All right, so that was called Operation Tango. It's a, a brand new game, just came out. Twenty bucks has the friend pass thing, but uh, uh, if you're game sharing, you can get both achievements. Otherwise, you both need to own it in some form or fashion. Um, so that's good. That was a good showcase, guys. Good showcase. Let's move on to our sales this week. And uh, Kenny has nothing on the board, so I'm going to go right to L. What do you got, Smart. L? Well, it appears the Deponia games, which I feel like I talk I about knew he was more than I should, even though I've only done the first one. I guess I was suckered in for buying all four of them for 10 bucks, down from 40 when now they are $4 for four games. Uh, down from 40 it's 90 percent off or something yeah uh, math supporting yeah. the devs is never a bad thing no it's good it's good uh, i would pick that and <clears throat> if for some reason you don't have storm boy yet it's like a dollar get it try 
Um, I don't think Kenny can complete Mr. this Percival. one either. Wait, wrong game. <laughs> Mr. Percival. Don't spoil the game. <laughs> I didn't spoil nothing. Cry at the beautiful music is what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got for this week. Grab Storm Boy. And just so, have a good time. Corey, what about you? Yeah, so on the surface, I was thinking it's kind of a weak week uh, as far as sales go. I only saw one off my first glance, but then I kept going back through it. And like, there's some good stuff this week. And then I see uh, what Koosh found, and there's there's some good stuff. So um, I want to mention Arrow Complete Edition. So A-A-E-R-O. This is a music game. Um, where you're this ship on this circular axis and uh, you're flying through things and shooting other things. And, but the music is just top notch um, and it is only $4.50. This is the complete edition, so it contains the two DLCs as well. That's 70% off. Uh, I don't think I own the DLCs and I question getting the complete edition just to get back to it. Um, I didn't get very far in the game but I can tell you that it's a good game. Anybody who's played it will probably tell you the same. So look into Arrow if you like musum, music or rhythm-based games. Um, Kill It With Fire. This is 40% off, so it's $9. I think this is probably the cheapest that it's been. Uh, but it's a game about killing spiders. And game looked like fun. Funny and crazy ways. It's not too long. It's not a hard completion. And I think I reviewed it when it came out. Yes. I, Highly recommend it, um, even at full price. So it's $9. Definitely pick up Kill It With Fire uh, if you kind of like uh, just a humorous atmosphere in your games. And it's colorful. What is not as colorful is Out Buddies DX. Now, this is a very Metroid-style uh, Metroidvania. Um, it is 75% off, so it's like $4.50. And our buddy Skeptical Mario, uh, he gives praises to it, and he's writing a walkthrough for it. So if that's your jam uh, to use one, that will be out soon enough. Um, yeah, Out Buddies DX for your Metroidvania kick. What do you got, Koosh? Okay, starting off, we have Earth Atlantis, two ninety nine down from fifteen. This is a shmup. It's a sepia toned. Uh, motif i guess you're underwater obviously in, in a sub otherwise it'd be very boring um and uh so <laughs> you're just shooting i think kind of left to right kind of uh old school style uh the ratio is a little bit high on this one so i do believe there is going to be a bar uh for skill so if you're not very good and you care about completions maybe pay no attention uh otherwise check it out uh, last week, I talked about my love for WayForward Technologies, and this week they have two games on sale. Not huge sales, but excellent games. Shantae, or Shantae, and the Pirate's Curse, $10 down from $20, it's a Metroidvania. And Shantae and the Seven Sirens, which is $21 down from $30, also a Metroidvania. And those games are so good. And finally... Oh my gosh. Uh, well, let me just very quickly <laughs> say, there's a ton of puzzle games too. So if you're into puzzle games, there's there's puzzle games that are 50% um, off several of those. And I think there's some that are even more. Um, so pay attention to the sales. If that's your genre, uh, or you just like Easy Gamer Score, check those out. Look for those. Okay, so finally, the crown jewel. Uh, you need to know this game exists. I don't know that the, the sale <laughs> price is so fantastic, but you need to know that this game exists. Just like um, 
What is the one with the beams? Mr. The Green's what? bean machine. Beams. No, 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 no. I tell Jack you what, the beanstalk. No. Peggle. Baked beans? No. Bushes. Gosh, why, can't, why can't I remember the name of that Bart game? Bart Dread Machine. No. Elroy loves it. I can't remember. Something about baked beans. Beans? In either case. Oh, oh, uh, slapping beans. There you go. There you go. Oh. Slapping beans. But, um, yeah, that guy. Slapping beans. Oh, I can't Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill. There you go. Bud Spencer and <laughs> Terrence Hill slapping Where's beans. Where's the beans? So much there like that game, uh, and the fact that that exists, and you need to know that that thing exists, you need to know that Baobab's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition, Country of Woods and Creepy Tales, not only is that one game title. That uh, is but insane. Yes, this thing is crazy. It's $12 down from 17 and you just have to know that this thing exists. You have to go watch uh, some some footage on this thing. It is all over the place. Uh, it's some of it's a point and click. Some of it's a, a first person uh, kind of shooter walker thing. And this game is just all over the place. And my gosh, um, if you are into obscure games and just weirdness. You need to check this out and see if you're going to jump in on it. So, oh look, it looks like Duke Nukem. Yes, it's just like Duke Nukem at times. <laughs> so yeah, just like and if you if, if you check the hype video that's out on YouTube, um, uh, there's a lot of interesting outlets saying very interesting things about this game. So, um, well, there you go. I just wanted people to know it exists. I don't think the sale price is huge, but wow. Thanks, Kenny. You're welcome. Kenny, I subscribe to the Twitch, which everyone should do for a chance of winning something cool after the show. Uh, yeah, normally I like to repeat the, the game titles, but I have no idea. <laughs> I've already murdered uh, it. Baobab's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition, Country of Woods and Creepy Tales. There you go. B-A-O-B-A-B-S. Baobabs. Baobabs. I don't know. That'll get it for you. All right, we since you didn't have any sales, Kenny, why don't you tell us about the games with gold for the month? All right, games of gold. First Xbox One game, uh, Planet Alpha, that is available all month of July. It's a platformer, six to eight hours. I know nothing about this. Uh, next game, Rock of Ages 3. I'm so excited that this was coming to games of gold um i got screwed with injustice i didn't get screwed with this i almost bought this game a few times i played the second one i think i played yeah i think it was the second one so much fun um platformer tower defense strategy game it's it's bonkers if you know elroy's sense of humor that's this game I know he also really, really enjoyed this game. It's just dumb, fun, dumb story, in quotation marks. Uh, I can't wait for this one. I highly recommend you download and play this one. Uh, On the OG Xbox side, Conquer, live and reloaded. Uh, That is available from the 1st to the 15th. It's, uh, let's see, what's this a remake of the 2001 N64 game, PG-13, but much better controls. Okay, I don't know this game. 
And then Xbox 360 game, Midway Arcade Origins. That's available uh, July 16th to the 31st. It's uh, in the collection, six to eight hours, hard achievements. And it has some games like Smash TV, Joust 2, Sinistar, APD. Yeah, if it's not obvious, I don't know this game either. I know, L, you were talking about this game last week. Yeah. I want you to stream it. I want you to stream Midway. <laughs> Why? Because you could learn some games from yesteryear and we get to watch you suffer. I mean, they're very easy. All right. That's why I, that's why I assumed. I assumed this was just a, uh, a lot of hard uh, arcade games. That's how gaming used to be. It used to be hard. Mm, meh. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. You set that up. <laughs> Next up is our Game Pass segment. Koosh, why don't you tell me what has uh, happened in the world of Game Pass? We oh did not get podcasted this week. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you. We've added uh, Space Jam uh, to Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 uh, is on July 8th via time travel on cloud. Uh, Tropico 6 is also... Uh, out in the future on cloud console and PC and USC four, which is a difficult game. I'm surprised if you're playing it, uh, it's out on EA play July 8th. Now actually coming soon, both in the future and today are blood roots, which I am very excited for. It's cloud console and PC, uh, July 15th, uh, farming simulator 19, also cloud console and PC July 15th. And the medium is going to the cloud, uh, July 15th as well. Uh, what huh. will be removed in the middle of the month is CrossCode Downwell, which only costs like $2, so go ahead and buy it, I guess. There's no real rush on that. Uh, Endless Space hey, 2, cents. which uh, unfortunately doesn't have console commands unless Noth is holding on to them. Come on, Real Bay. Uh, I, I love and, Real <laughs> <laughs> And so we're expecting that these games, along with EA Sports UFC and EA Sports UFC 2, will drop out of Game Pass sometime around the 14th or the 15th. Excellent, excellent. That's well, sad. I wanted to play cross code, but time? Well. well, I mean, you still can. You have, you can fit twenty hours in the next uh, yeah week. Yeah. Get really good at leg locks. Stop playing Doom well, or Duke Nukem. Just a reminder for anybody: it, when a game is in Game Pass, if you ever want to buy it to own it, you get it for twenty percent off. If you have an active Game Pass yeah. subscription. So something like CrossCode like L, that. where you, you want to play, now's the time to grab it. Meh. Or not because you have a I'll, massive backlog. I'll ba- wait back for log. Chris Tales to come out and then say I'm going to play that and not play that one either. You know. Sounds about right. Yep. Hey, that comes out in uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks from today. We talked a lot about uh, JRPGs last week. I missed them. Yeah, you did. Uh, I I have been playing the JRPG and then I kind of stopped. So, oh, the Yakuza, right? Yakuza, yeah. Yakuza. Stop playing that one too, right? It's yeah. not Yakuza. <laughs> it's not Gambari. Anyways, Gambari. Now on to what is coming out real soon. Coming real soon. Oh, thanks, when Matt. We have coming out <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, July fifteenth. Uh, both. Uh, this next week, Thursday and Friday, are only two release days. 
And on Thursday, we have Batbarian, Testament of the Primordials. Now, this what? is a uh, Metroidvania, so I just dived it today as I'm going to review it. And uh, I haven't got a whole good sense of what it's what it's doing, but you're this caveman uh, going through this cave. So a lot of the game is dark, and this bat has that follows you as your friend has a light and you can throw berries so far I've learned to uh, you know see more of the map um, and that's all as far as I've gotten so it looks like it's going to play a lot with the the light and the darkness of uh, what you are able to see on these screens to solve puzzles and whatnot so um, I know it has different endings so it looks like a pretty in-depth Metroidvania so I am looking forward to that. Uh, like we said earlier, Space Jam is coming out on the 15th as well. I believe it's free to everybody, whether you have Game Pass or not. Uh, Lost at Sea is coming out soon. And this is a um, like a first-person puzzly game. Kind of reminds me of The Witness, but it's kind of on a, a island. Um, and so that's called Lost at Sea. Farming Simulator is coming out with a Win 10 version. Warhammer 40,000. Battle Sector's coming out. That's a turn-based strategy game um, in the Warhammer world. Uh, one for Koosh, we have Blaster Master Zero Two. Oh, yes. It, I believe this is like uh, in anticipation for Blaster Master Zero Three. Is that right? Yes, I, I believe. Yeah. So Blaster Master Zero came out uh, last week. Uh, Blaster Master Two, I guess, is next week and then blast master three is shortly after that so yeah they're just staggering them yeah so uh if you're if you're looking for that uh next thursday we'll get you the second one on friday july 16th we have wizard wizard is a dungeon crawler roguelike game um it looks like it could be made by zitalon to be honest uh looks like a colorful castle of no escape but Hmm. um you have monsters and bosses and you go up and down floors so it's kind of what it is uh we also have within the blade now this one is one of the more interesting ones to me it's a bloody stealth platformer Uh, it's 2d uh kind of looks like a dumbed down version of the messenger like it's pixelated but not as crisp Uh, a lot bigger pixels um it seems and uh but it says that it's about a ninja in which you cut the enemies into pieces so that's how they describe it hmm is your we last also resort? Have wobbly life. What? I don't. You know, is that a joke? <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't hear what you said. That's okay. Moving on. Something about last resort. <laughs> Anyways, we have ah. wobbly life coming out as well. That's a joke. Wobbly for a roach. life <laughs> is a lively open world physics-based sandbox. So it basically looks like Human Fall Flat and Total li- Total Reliable Delivery Service. Um, kind of game. You play with your friends online or local co-op. Uh, has a lot of mini games and objectives to earn cash in the world. So it's kind of like they did TRDS, but then they added in other stuff other than just fetch quests, the type stuff. So if you like that stuff, which I could really leave that physics-based sandbox type games, especially after um, our stream, it, especially after playing Gang Beast. Uh, but if you like them, a wobbly life uh, might be for you. Uh, we have a, uh, a shooter shooter game. Shoot, shooto, shooto. Uh, shoot em up. Uh, Q-Yo Blaster. Um, the weird thing about this is it looks like, you know, your standard sideways shoot em up. It might change. Um, I'm just looking at one screenshot. It might change 
uh, kind of different uh, the way you go, but it has some weird stuff in it. Like the thing that I'm looking at in the screenshot is like you're a, what is that? Is that a guinea pig with a rocket on its back? That's what it looks like to me. Uh, and you're also, I've seen a girl shoot like missiles out of her head. So it's very weird and peculiar, but uh, that's a shoot 'em up game called QYO Blaster uh, coming out as well. F-121 is coming out. I uh, really don't have to go into that. And then a very, very old school looking game called Restless Night uh, comes in. It looks like it's a, um, a bullet heli type game, but it looks like it was made on... Oh, I forget the name of it every single time. It's a really old game system. I used to have one. Amiga Spectrum. TV with a built-in controller had cartridges and each cartridge has its own screen overlay that you put a physical one that you put on the thing i have no idea Connor, yeah you're way too young i think it's a coleco vision but i'm not sure anyways it looks like that kind of reminds me of swap team invasion yeah it's it's it does not look good but worse (laughs) so Anyways, that was your coming real soon. Now let's move on to contest. We have a gamertag challenge that we need to wrap up, Koosh. Yes. Wrap it so up. So the game the gamertag challenge, if you're not familiar with it, is a contest we run where you are trying to spell the gamertag of a patron to the H101 podcast. And in June, our patron was Soundwave Core. This wildcard game was any com- uh, new achievement or previous completion in a Transformers game. And the bonus was Raytail Completion, which was a base completion in a game that has DLC. Uh, that's over. So let's go through the stats. We had 21 participants. We had 171 letters earned. We had two wildcard games that were entered, so not a whole lot. And we had five Raytail Completions. And those were basically entered from... Since there's so few, I thought we'd name these people, recognize them. Bomber 37, Dude with the Face, Matism, Northern Lass, and Chewy. Chewy turned in two. So there you go. Uh, in total, we had 258 draws. And our winner, with 24 draws, is Northern Lass. Oh! Yeah, she is a consistent kicker. force to be reckoned with. In the Gamertag Challenge, just so you know. In July, our Gamertag patron is KBAL73. And his wildcard game is uh, any new achievement or previous completion in Dead Space 3 is worth one bonus draw max. And his bonus is buy a vowel. Achievements with words containing three or more vowels hmm. in a word. If you have two words that have three or more vowels in each word, it's still only worth one draw. And there's a limit one draw per achievement. You can have as many of those per game as you uh, can find. Uh, so we're not limiting one per game. So if you have any questions, check out the channel and ask them there. If you want to get in, you can do that there as well. Sweet. Thank you, T- Tony Galzoni, for those gifted subs. Very, very nice. Thank you, Tony. Moving on to our patrons. Every month we like to draw a patron for a prize uh, this month's winner is drumroll Chesno. Last name. Somebody just wrote Chesno, but that is the she was a Sheba Shibi Shibi Eleven user 
Chesno. Thank you, buddy, for the support. Thank you. Uh, Fufu will be contacting you for your winnings. <laughs> and if you don't hear from him, uh, just bug him. Yeah, do that. Every day. Yeah, you can bug me. I won't be angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Brad Camp. Oh, one fun fact. Uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, talking about uh, old stuff. We used to do Proclamation Point, now called Brad Camp. We used to do that at the beginning of the show. That I don't even remember that. Terrible. Yeah. It was so much better, but at the end. I like skimmed ahead four minutes into an episode and we're like shouting off everybody's username. I'm like, what? (laughs) Man, it's been a while. Anyways, for completions, we had had a lot of people who had like multiple, multiple completions. So I don't know what's going on, but you guys are completing a lot of games. Oh, wait, it's probably Zidalon. I just thought of that. Toby Lynn completed 195 games. L Sock 235. L Sock, you find a way to contact me. I think you listen to another podcast I do, and I heard your name. I need to know. Skeptical Mario completed 295 games. Sour Revivalist and A Gray Shark has completed 365 games each. Red 047 is at 605 completed games. Kitty Skies 645. Mike Pitch 650 completed games. That's going to drop by like. 10 in six months when uh, all the Zidalon updates come out. Mental Knight 5, 780 completed games. Mighty Mango, 790 games. Slayer Raining, 810 games. Prue is at 865. Noth Ultra, 885 completed games. Elroy OMJ, 950 completed games. And Anigo Montoya, Crossed 1,400 completions. Jeez, you whiz. For completion percentage, Blue Thunder, 739A, also known as the arch of Elroy OMJ, has reached a completion percentage of 70. Nice. All right. In ratio, we normally normally only have one or two to read, but uh, I guess some things have been shaken up at TA. Mm. Wait a minute. We'll, uh, we'll do what we can. Thanks, it along. Um, Hitting ratio of 1.5, we have The Jodine and Mighty Mango. At 1.6, we have Vulgar Latin. At 1.7, we have Rossos Ross and Lord of Dookie 69. At 1.8, we have Mikey 710, Chesno, Red 047, and Inigo Montoya 80. Or Montoya, excuse me. <laughs> Inigo Montoya 80. And also, Mike Pitch slid in there at 1.8. Uh, at 1.9, we have Freaky RO, WD23, and a Gray Shark. And page break. Ooh, I didn't do it wrong. In streaks, uh-huh. we have Legohead 1977 on a 50 day streak. At 75 days, we have Red 047. At 135, we have RPG Davy. EL Sock has 350. Sincere Seeker 6 with 475. Elroy OMJ, 1425. Monkey Tim Fu, 1700. We have Prue at 1950. Mr. Gompers at 2850. Planting 42 at 2900. And Mad Eye Pad Eye at 3050 days. Choo. In the Achievements 1, Chesno has won 11,000. Retro Chief, 13,000. Freemole and Mark B at 14,000. A Gray Shark, 15,000. Mr. Grumpers and Neon Prime at 17,000. Matthew HOO, 19,000. Mike Pitch at 20,000. Jump up real high now. We go to Matism at 29,000. Uh, Nutty Ray 
at 31,000 and Slayer reigning, like reign as in King's reign, good name, 34,000 achievements. In gamer score, Dude B Wolf 3, 450,000 gamer score. Gray Shark, 550,000. Oz Buffniak, 600,000. Kitty Sky, 750,000. Red 047, 850,000. Raw Sauce Ross, 900,000. Slayer Reigning again, 1.15 million gamer score. Noth Ultra, 1.25 million gamer score, along with Jimbot UK, who has also reached one and a quarter million gamer score. All right. In TA score, which I said I wasn't going to read because it's all a bunch of cheaters, but I'll read them anyway because I love you all. Aftos, <laughs> 550,000. Mad Lefty, 600,000. Freaky Row, WD23. Chesno on Ice, 800,000. Freaky Row, oh, also hit 900,000. Hmm, I wonder how you can hit 800,000 and 900,000 in the same week. I'm we play a lot of playing games. Any hardcore gamer. He is a hardcore gamer, you're right. Except he didn't remember a Bobo from Double Dragon last week, so tisk, tisk, my friend. Gen Super tisk. Box. A gray shark magically jumped from 900,000 CA to 1.1 million. I wonder how he did that. Skeptical Mario, 950,000. Now, at least I know he is playing difficult games. Our man behind RTDLs, is the Urban Spaceman. Thanks, man. Has 1 million TA score. Nicely done. Mike Pitch hit 1.2 million TA score. Red, 047, 1.4 million. Vulgar Latin, 1.4 million. Mighty Mango, one of our founding fathers, 1.6 million. Slayer Reigning, 1.75 million. Planting 42, 1.75 million. North Ultra. Man, Plus don't Ultra. you hate it when people just put their gamer tag in all caps? Ugh. I really don't even know this person, so I'll just skim over him. Oh, I mean, he has 2.3 million TA score. <laughs> what just happened? And last but certainly not least, Anigo Montoya definitely was playing difficult racing games. He went from 2.3 million to 2.4 million TA score. In leaderboards, a great shark is in the top 2,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. Alex R. Davies in the top 10,000 of the Achievements Completion Percentage leaderboard for turn-based. I guess he's taking his talents to a different genre. Ahizo is in the top 20 of the USA Games Played leaderboard for card and board, and top 50 of the TA Difference leaderboard for card and board. I mean, is there anything worth playing besides Magic on that board? I don't even know. Solitaire? No. Bastion Readers in the top 20 of the USA Max Possible Completion Percentage leaderboard for shmups. Chesno's in the top 200 for England. Gamerscore leaderboard for Windows. Freaky Row is in the top 1,000 of the USA Gamerscore leaderboard. Uh, Jim Bot uh, Ukraine is in the top 10 of the England TA leaderboard. Kitty Skies is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard. Living Legends is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for Xbox One first-person shooters. Northern Lass is in the top 1,000 of the Games Played leaderboard. I'm sure her husband is thrilled. And a little old friend called Rucker Dude 5012 is now in the top 10 of the Games Played leaderboard for Metroidvanias. 
Woo, thanks, Bean Dive. I found a random couple <laughs> of things in Brag Camp I wanted to mention. Uh, first and foremost, Awoo! Finished all four La Mulana games, which is La Mulana 1 and 2, American and Japanese versions. He already has the 4,000 gamer score, and I think the next highest is 1,100. And then on Skeptical Mario just completed the first one. So he's well on his way. So nice job, Awu. And the other person I wanted to congratulate for a job well done is Mike Pitch, who hung up coats and pants and dummies and all kinds of stuff to get the six-player achievement in uh, the Connect Party. Always a good time when people do creative stuff like this. There are chairs and shirts and all kinds of stuff hanging around. Mike Pitch, you are something else. Amazing feat. G-G. G-G. All right. Remember, we, if we don't get to your name, well, maybe you should just do better next week. And if we <laughs> messed up your name, that just means we like you a little bit more. All right. Well, that is another week. That's another year. Another year. For this podcast. Uh, we will yes, be back next more. week. <laughs> yeah. Here's the three more weeks hopefully um (laughs) you can find us on twitch.tv slash ah101 discord is discord.io slash ah101 we had a lot of new people in there recently from a giveaway that we were a part of uh if you're nude from that hope you stick around and chat it up we are a uh, lively bunch and if you don't you might just be purged and if you want to support us financially you can do that on patreon just look for achievement hunting 101 and with that, that'll do it for us for episode, <laughs> sorry, level 154. Stick around for a variety segment and a walk segment. So there we go. Uh, we got to get to this duck race. Ducky race. Uh, that's our Ducky Twitch, race. Twitch <coughs> subscribers. Uh, that's Speaking how we of nude, a, uh, winner usually from the nude ducks win. So let's see what happens. Wow. It's yeah. like when so, swimmers uh, in the Olympics it, shave uh, all their hair to to uh, race faster. It's the same kind of concept. Yeah, totally. So if you want to see that, check the VOD out. Uh, it's, it'll be on YouTube. Or come join us live. Uh, otherwise, live. we'll be done. Okay, can we end this? Guy's we need an ego to come. The class. We need an ego to commentate on this, this one day. Dismiss. Well, if he's available, he can do that. But we're leaving. Oh, bye. Bye. Oh, bye. All right, Adios. love y'all. Bye. Happy Bye. Could that be any longer? That's what she, That's said. What she said. Three years. <laughs> I get them ducks lined up. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 <laughs>want to do the like pre-intro pre yeah pre-intro well there's usually a little bit that happens before it actually begins like uh, hey this month we're going to talk about some cool stuff <laughs> all right hey this month we're going to talk about some cool stuff
Hello and welcome back to the VCCCW. Yes, we are still holding together. Holding strong. Myself, Chewy on Ice, and with me... Uh, Vulgar Latin. Uh, and we're here to talk about what happened last month in the VCCCW and what we're doing this month. We've got some exciting things planned, but let's talk about, first of all, working on our differences. Yeah, so we went into couples therapy, uh, all 67 of us, and we managed to get a very interesting number, uh, 523,333 TAD, collectively. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, the goal here was after May battle for Gamerscore, which was mostly involving a lot of, let's, let's be honest, baby games, as they're known, was to correct that wrong by working on our uh, true achievement differences but doing it together as a community so also working on our on our personal and emotional differences and i think we we really did succeed in that in that respect i think we really made a lot of breakthroughs here uh, i think we broke through a lot of walls and uh you know i think i think ultimately you know we got a lot to to really be happy with there so we're going to keep working on our tad uh and you just come back and uh you know we'll charge that to your insurance <laughs> yeah and um as, as you said, it was 67 participants. Now, that was everyone from the Empire and the uh, Rebellion. Plus, we actually did have a few independent contractors who joined in. Uh, and I think a special shout-out should go to uh, Survivalist, Greyshark, DubD23, uh, and also Infamous, who were actually very late additions. Uh, I put out a call to arms in the last few days of the month because we weren't going to quite hit if my calculations were correct, our main goal of 500,000 TAD when we were going to do a really big prize draw. So I put a call out uh, and asked for some assistance. And these guys very generously donated their TAD from the month. And they helped us get over that line uh, with some panache, I'd say. Flying colors, really. Yeah. Yeah, we we gave out some some prizes, as you alluded to. Um, We did it at certain breakpoints. We did 100,000, 200,000, and 500,000. Uh, and then some prizes were given out there. I'll, I'll read it that out. Looks like uh, Noth Ultra, also known as Railbait, he got the first prize that we gave out uh, for 100000 Uh Northern Last got the uh, second prize. And then Wild West, Creature Backwards, and a Dub D23 also uh, managed to sneak in and get that, that last bit of the prize there. Because we really wanted to share the love, mm-hmm. you know? So we we, uh, we want to share the love with some, with some cold hard cash. Yeah. Because... Nothing says I love you like cash. Yeah. Now, although this was about working together, so it wasn't competitive, it's probably worth mentioning that there were some some high-flying earners amongst the, the group, and our top TAD earner ended up being one, uh, maybe unsurprisingly, Mental Knight 5. Wow. With over 27,000 TAD. I am shocked. This is my shocked voice. <laughs> Closely followed by Railbait, uh, Niga Montoya, survivalist a Heizo, lego head those guys were probably our biggest contributors for the month so thank you for your service and uh, we also did some rebuilding with uh, lego 2.0 and we also decided to include lego forza because uh, it was fun why not in that chesno went completely brick crazy uh with 5015 gamer score in only lego games Yeah, he literally only played Lego games. He played 21 Lego games plus the Lego DLC in Forza Horizon. So he went block crazy. Yep, he he really did this brick by brick. AZ Mongoose had 3,350. Prue had 3,000. 
Dark Lord Davis tried his best, 2080. And Fug rounds up the top five, uh, 2040. A special mention probably should go to Lego Head, who didn't earn any pure Lego score, but actually did the most in the uh, Lego Forza DLC at 440 gamers score. It was good. I wish I would have done a little bit more. I ended up with 165. So, you know, go me. That's a pretty poor showing, I'd say. I was really pleased with what I did, uh, not because of the score, but because it finally got me to mop up Lego Star Wars Force Awakens, Lego Batman 3, and then I did pretty much all of Lego Ninjago as well. So it was it was a cleanup activity for me, and I was pretty pleased with that. I'd also like to point out that our last year's champ, Eliphalet, who earned like 10,000 gamer score in, in Lego last year, he, 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 made, he made a bit of an effort this year uh, and got... 20. Yeah, yeah, he was he was right at the bottom of the of the leaderboard there. <laughs> but I think that was I think that was a deliberate choice just to to stick it to the Lego. <laughs> yeah, he he was over it. On the topic of Lego, we had a tag team unification match between Chesno and Freaky Row versus Dinobol and Hatton. Unsurprisingly, Chesno and Freaky won, carried basically off the back of Chesno's performance. Uh, the final totals were six thousand six hundred and seventy versus 3550 freaky didn't even really have to do anything chesno beat the entire of the other team's score on his own <laughs> basically that means we have now a single tag team champ uh, or, or champs should i say with chesno and freaky row and should we also talk about what what happened with our other our other titles at this point sure uh, yeah. or title should we say so going into this month we mentioned last month that we had a self unification that mental had created by winning every single championship in every single version of the ccc and the vcw mm-hmm. but this month we decided to <laughs> without actually telling anybody, take them away, melt them down and create a brand new title and give them to whoever won the Lego event. So Mental has now uh, lost his titles yes, <laughs> and uh, they've been handed over to Chesno. And it'll be whomever wins the monthly event. That's going to be the rotating uh, kind of style. More on that in a little bit. Also, uh, last month, we started off with an event that we're running throughout the summer, uh, which will go through September, called Vayner Summer, which is looking at how much TA can be scored in the Metroidvania genre, uh, which is one of the favorites of AH101. And looking at the June scores, maybe unsurprisingly, uh, Awu, uh, who is pretty high on those Vayner leaderboards, uh, he played at the, let me get this right, the La Mula La 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 La, that's the one uh he played uh, i think there's a stack of the first one uh, and then also the second game he played all three to completion and as one of the only people to do so uh, in that short amount of time earned thirteen thousand ta uh, and then with those completions gets a multiplier putting him to seventeen thousand points which is uh, over double anyone else below him following up we've got mario alex uh Garten, big l uh, and a few others down below there, but uh, we were just storming out in front. We still got that going on for another couple months, right? Uh, yep, yeah, absolutely. So it'd be nice to see if anyone finally finishes Hollow Knight, which is where this yes. whole thing started. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone will. And if you want to learn more about Lale Lula Lola Mulana, just check the Vayner channel. I'm, I'm sure you'll find lots of discussion about it. <laughs> anyway, moving on to next month, or this month? Current this month. month. We are officially in the month of July. It's happening. We're in it. We're living it. And uh, right now it's uh, it's the rumble in Jablongo 2. 
the the sequel bigger bigger way bigger bigger <laughs> bigger too, probably too big yeah but also better i'd say yeah I better don't. hopefully um yeah so this year everyone is in it everyone literally everyone yeah. so last year uh it was the first time we run the format it was a bit of an unknown thing we we really had no idea whether no, it would yeah. actually even work uh and it was it was very successful i think it was one of the most enjoyed things of the year um but one of the criticisms was that when we ran it before we had one entrant a day uh, for about 25 days of the month so only 25 26 people from the entire community could get involved and we picked those people at random so a lot of people unfortunately missed out Mm -hmm. this year to correct that wrong i have taken literally everybody who has opted into the vccw channel which is basically 130 people yeah and just said you know what have at it which means that every single day throughout the month we will be having about five to six new people pushed into the ring as well as a scoring category announced for that day. Yes. Game score, TA, TAD. And best ratio. Best ratio, which is a change from last year and something that Mental Knight's been campaigning for for a very long time. So if it's a best ratio day, you don't have to worry about popping a whole load of easy achievements and, and kind of tanking your ratio uh, and sending you home. As long as you earn at least one good high ratio achievement that's all that's needed to keep you safe and then achievements one is the final category there's a hidden cutoff that cutoff will increase as the month progresses so it will be harder to stay in but basically as long as you're scoring and you're scoring pretty well you'll probably do okay but it is a question of stamina so anyone who's in in those first you know first week will have to score consistently every single day against those categories so it's going to be a slog Uh, anyone who comes in in the last few days is laughing yes (laughs) Uh, just as just as the real royal rumble yes is uh yeah and we'll also keep track of who the iron man is or men i guess uh, there could actually be theoretically multiple people Uh, absolutely now uh, as well as all of the people that are subscribed to the channel uh, i can exclusively reveal that we are going to have a few special guests appearing in the rumble as well Uh, and we've already had one that was announced uh, just the other day based on uh, when we're recording this uh, which was maca yes and this will be people who were kind of famous around the xbox and achievement community maybe they're content creators maybe they're people in the business maybe they're very very you know high prestigious scorers uh, in some fashion and we've had maca by the time this airs we'll have also had carnage but uh, these are all people who are probably going to be passive participants. I did message them and I let them know this was happening and they were very happy to be tracked from a distance. Yes. But a few people actually said, you know what, I want to take part. And one person who I'm really excited about is one of the finalists from America's Got Talent from a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember this vulgar. The guy's name is Ryan Namela. Uh, he's a comedian. And he's also known as Cripple Threat, uh, yes. and that's his uh, gamer tag. And he is a very funny comedian, and you know he he uses his disability as part of his routine, but also he's a, a, a very uh, dedicated gamer, uh, which is just frankly amazing. And he, when I messaged him, he was super super keen, and he has actually joined our Discord, yes, and is in it's the channel, been really and awesome. is, is, <laughs> is, is, is it's really really cool. Uh, so we're really excited about that, uh, yes, from a personal perspective. So that's really cool. Yes, so it should be uh, bigger than ever. And hey, if you win the Rumble, you get to win the championship. But also, 
people who won last month's stuff got a bit of a cut in line. Yeah, so our new champion, Chesno, he's going to be entering, let's say, pretty much near the end there. But also uh, Mental, who was the highest earner in working on the differences, is probably going to get a uh, late entrance too. And this is to make, make, make it more favorable for them to go for that championship. Because yes. whoever wins the Rumble will be the new champ. Correct. But that's not the only thing we have going on. But wait, there's more! Act now and you can join X's Extra Space Race! What's up, everybody? X here with a quick update on a little competition I cooked up this month that I'm co-hosting with Chewy, and I'm calling it X's Extra Space Race. So, like most of us, probably all of us, I have a bit of a backlog problem. But one of my hard drives just died recently, which also leaves me with a bit of a storage problem. So as I was looking through game sizes, it occurred to me that some of them are just unnecessarily huge, and I decided I'd kill two birds with one stone by clearing out my backlog, starting with the biggest games. And honestly, that's basically the competition right there. You earn points by multiplying the TA points you earn in a game by its file size, and since games are huge these days, you're literally earning millions of points. To put things into perspective, completing three or four rats or zits will get you around four million points. Earning 70 TA in GTA 5 will also get you 4 million points. Since this competition runs all month, I'm pretty certain point totals are very likely going to reach the billions, maybe tens of billions, which I think is awesome, because who doesn't like big numbers, right? So, I guess the moral of this competition is that size does matter. X out. Finally, I and my mystery tag team partner... Uh, would like those uh, belts from Chesno and Freaky. And my partner is Railbait, Nas Ultra. We're doing a straight tag team TA battle. You know, I expect to win. I expect to crush my opposition. I think that they've been kind of coasting and resting on their laurels for far too long. Uh, and that ends today. I mean, I guess it ends August 1st. But, you know, it, it, it ends... Uh, we've already been throwing out some pretty uh, gross numbers, so uh, I think we'll just completely break them as a tag team. And then, you know, definitively, Railbait and I will be the last VCCCW tag team champions because no one else will ever dare challenge us or take them from <laughs> us. So, you know, I, I think that's uh, our inexorable goal, uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So I have questions. So, Mr. Volkolatin, you are a member of a, a faction uh, known as the Horsemen. Oh, now, can what? you remind me who the members of the Horsemen are? Oh, yeah. Those losers that I uh, left? <laughs> that I left because they... <gasps> oh, drama. Because they can't do anything? Yeah, that's uh, Chesdo, Freaky, Jim, and Elroy. I'm making my own, baby. We got, we got people in here. We're starting our own club for the elite... Top of the crust, less than one percenters on your leaderboards. You look at the leaderboards, you're going to see us. My follow-up question is that uh, you know it's it's all very well that you wanted to break free from the horsemen. They were they were bad eggs. I think is is a nice way of putting it. But you know, um, I didn't actually get I didn't get the invite to to join up with you. Yeah, the tag team. And and when you said railbait, I was I was a bit taken aback, really. You know, because well. You know, I thought we, I thought I thought we had something special, <laughs> and you know, I, I and I appreciate that. But really, I think I think we need to just focus on what we're best at, which is challenging other people, uh, specifically in mass. And I, I think you know, it's it's not you, it, it's me, 
uh, and my desire to crush my opponents. And I, I just don't think you have the heart to really make that happen. I, I, I am a nice guy. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Okay. You are. You're too good. Yeah. <laughs> too good for this world. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about what's going on throughout the entire year. We've got our three year-long events, starting with the CCC, CC, CC. That's the Chewy Challenge Championship, Chesno's Crazy Completion Clearance. Uh, although I should probably rename that, but I can't really fit V's and W's in that now. So I will just leave it as it oh, is. Well. we'll leave it as it started. So if anyone doesn't know, that's uh, throughout the whole year, taking the number of games you've started away from the number of games you've completed. So hopefully you end the year on a positive difference because you've completed more than you've started unlikely as that might seem we're already halfway through the year and actually uh, there's some really positive numbers here uh, jester who has been at the lead from the very beginning is holding that position strong yes and he has a a positive completion difference of 41 he's completed 41 games more than he started this year which is just really impressive toad style venom aka stan and eoj are still also holding on to their second and third place positions with 34 and 26 now there's actually been a bit of change this month in the leaderboard and that's because it is bean dive season so <laughs> poor ace northern lass ahizo sabans rothschild Hatton and Hawkeye Berry have seen huge drops because they are starting a whole bunch of games. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, I will also be, I haven't started yet, but you know, I'm in like, I don't know, 10th place on this thing, but uh, I expect to be somewhere near the bottom by the end of July. How about you? Are you going to be diving? Oh, am I? Yeah. So I am going to be diving for dollars. So I've been doing uh, Extra Life uh, as a charity event and raising money for omaha children's hospital uh and so the promotion i'm doing from now until extra life ends sometime in november every five dollars i earn that's another game you can choose for me to dive if i have access to it so any game pass game you want if you see one that's gonna leave and it looks obnoxious you can donate the money and i, I will dive it and so far i've raised uh, $120. Wow, that's serious money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, if I raise $500, I don't know if you're aware of the YouTube show Hot Ones, but they have the super hot wing sauce. I'm going to buy some of that and I'll eat it and, and put it up on stream there for you. People can watch me suffer wow. and eating crazy hot sauce. But yeah, if you want to be involved in that, uh, just ask me. I'll send you the link and, and you can donate. So your personal excuse for probably doing very, very poorly in the CCC, CCCC is because you're doing it for the children. Yes. Well, for, for, for the kids. Well, I think that's, yeah. that's a beautiful reason. So it's okay. We'll forgive you. The second big event that we do is uh, the Year of the Assassin, uh, which is originally just to complete the story bits, the campaigns of Assassin's Creed games throughout the year as a personal objective of mine, and I, and I put it out to the community as well. Uh, but we've also expanded that to include uh, completions, where if we are able to complete the entire series as a community together, we'll unlock a, a, a big prize draw. And also we've tagged on DLC completions as a separate thing as well. And it looks like uh, Lego had fully completed Chronicles India. So that's another one that we were missing. Mm-hmm. Neo completed Liberation and decided to do Liberation again for the three remastered. So, uh, and then he followed that up with the full story on three. Wow. Yeah. So he, he, he rattled through Liberation, Liberation and three in a month. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. 
and hopefully he does the the remastered part of three because that's another one that we're missing that i think will be kind of a, a bugbear the other ones we're missing are rogue remastered valhalla and chronicles russia and i think we also can do either rogue remastered or regular rogue on the 360 um either of those count right or have we done uh so we've done actually yeah we have done the completion of rogue so maybe we don't need the rogue remastered completion that is do rogue remastered anyway anyway. if we do it whatever yeah if we do it whatever but come on uh because i think we've done both versions of four yes so yeah i will say that uh with valhalla there is some dlc that is kind of starting to drip out uh, of that game and i won't hold people to that with the full completion because uh, i think it would be unfair if dlc suddenly landed towards the end of the year and no one managed to get around to it so base game for valhalla only is enough i think to to count for this challenge i'm fair with that if you do the base game for valhalla uh, we'll call it good. I'm I'm amazed at how quick we've gone through all of these. To be honest, I thought some would really hold people up a little bit more. Yeah, it's been it's been great. But also, Stig Assassin completed the story of three and remastered, so that's awesome. And Wheezy Fuzz wrapped up the DLC on Origins for the full completion. That's a that's a big one. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fun game. Yeah, I was a big fan. And the final year long competition is J Black's Goal Getter, which is to take your key stats from each month and then rank them against each other, and then score points based on the ranking. So not the actual numbers themselves, but where you rank against everyone else. So this month it was sprinky dink who did the best uh, he led the way with huge scoring across all of the main stacks gamer score ta uh, completions nuts. Uh, <laughs> achievements but he also managed to do so so that was 700 achievements twenty six thousand gamer score but he also did it with a 2.12 ratio which is frankly impressive considering that when people pulling in those kind of numbers it's usually on the you know the quote-unquote baby games so that was a really good month yeah, for him that's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then the rest of the top five for that uh, included Mental Knight, Kata, uh, Heizo, and Lord of Dookie. And when we take all of the scoring from this month and then add it to the previous months in the year, even though Jimbot actually didn't even turn up in the top 10 in June, he is still leading the overall leaderboard because he's had some really strong performances throughout the year so far. So he's clinging on to that top spot just just barely mental is sneaking up though he jumped from fourth to second above mdp and uh volga mr volga latin you have grabbed the fourth place spot so you are just a scoring monster this year yeah you know i'm, I'm really trying i'm just gonna try to win with just solid top 10 performances <laughs> and that, that that will do it all it will take is for some of those high scorers of other months to to have an off month and it will completely change everything uh, and that's the kind of the beauty of this kind of format which is really cool unfortunately the that also means that people like poor alex r davis uh, who had been very very strong earlier in the year has kind of taken a step back this month uh, i think he's had some life changes that have meant he's been gaming a little less uh, positive ones uh, but that's meant he's dropped from third to fifth place on the overall leaderboard yeah mm. look at that alex getting a life and responsibilities <laughs> i say <laughs> well uh i look i i'm very excited for this month it's a lot of work let me tell you <laughs> to, to manage yes. uh, but I think it's worth it people seem to be enjoying it so far so I'm looking forward to uh, coming back with you Volga next month and seeing how it all shook out oh for sure it'll be it'll be exciting and uh, yeah just take those belts and uh, we'll have them you know just have them ready for us Paula should get the stank off of them 
from the previous champions, and yeah, we'll be we'll be excited to to win them. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one that is awe-inspiring, and one that fell flatter than a five-day-old Coke can. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am a race car in the red, and I am joined today by an individual who is Superfly TNT. He is Vulgar Latin. Hey, how's it going? Oh, well, well. I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't get past the thing that you told me before we hit recording. So uh, would, would you care to share it with the general audience? Yeah. So I've been playing MLB The Show. Uh, it's yes. a great game. And in it, you have to do minor league baseball. So as I was playing, I found out that there is a minor league baseball team called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. That's it's amazing. I mean, it's just truly amazing. I know Brer Rocker will appreciate this as well. So maybe it'll find its way into a future episode of AWH. We shall see. There but, you go. Uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And they have a merchandise store. Just, th- just throwing that out there. They do. All right. Well, let's see. So the way we usually do this is obviously the namesake, uh, bad list, good list. So we always start with the bad list first. And I do believe that means Mr. Volger. So, Mr. Volger, what game has a list that has you up in arms this time around? I would like to take you back. Back to 2008. The world is buzzing. I have just made it into college. That's my freshman year of college. I just got my Xbox 360. I am a fan of, from the PlayStation 2, a game called Guitar Hero. Now, if you're a youth, maybe you missed this boat. Maybe you don't know how big Guitar Hero was. But Guitar Hero 3 was out. I bought the fancy guitar for it so i could play it on my xbox 360 and i'm ready to go out there and i'm ready to start achievement hunting and let me tell you it's tough to get achievements in guitar hero 3 legends of rock is that the one with the bladder one no you're thinking of rock band 2 oh okay no this is the one with slash uh and you have to do a guitar battle against the devil (laughs) Uh, all right yeah game it's great fantastic game a lot of fun i've played this game for hours upon hours it doesn't have time tracking uh and you're gonna have to play this for hours upon hours because this will take you uh, it says 200 plus hours and they're not lying the biggest problem with this game is the fact that nothing stacks whatsoever oof at all some of the things that you have to do so you have to do the Mm co-op and when you play the co-op you have to play it as the bassist and as the lead guitar and you have to do both campaigns. Actually, you have to do every campaign, because you have to beat the co-op campaign on every difficulty, and you can't stack it. And you have to play the main campaigns on every difficulty, and you can't stack it. But wait, there's more. You still have to do online games. You, you have to play 500 online games, as a matter of fact. You have to win 15 ranked games using only a controller. So yeah, you just have to forego this entire guitar. You have to beat the campaign on hard or better with, with without that guitar. You have to use the controller for that. Uh, you have to score really well. You have to basically five-star every single song in the game. It's, yeah, 
on every difficulty, by the way. Five star every song on every difficulty. Easy all the way on up. Uh, same with uh, on co-op. So you have to have a buddy locally, by the way. You have to have a local friend who's also really good at Guitar Hero that can help you out with all of this. Was the drum set out at this time? This is uh, this is pre-drums. Oh, okay. This That's is... where I really, uh, really made out on that was uh, my wife's just really... She has coordination, and she was just killer on those drums. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't quite understand it, but she was really good at the drums, and uh, so she would have been, you know, all over that. But uh, I think this is pre-rock band, or if it's, it's just before rock band came out. The first rock because this was still when there was only Guitar Hero, and that was it. You just played guitar or bass. And it's tough. Uh, if you've never played Guitar Hero, or um, let's say you were born this millennium, and you're like, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a game where you play as a, with a plastic guitar controller. There's five buttons on it, and you live out your fantasies of being a rock star uh, in your living room. It's great. Uh, you have to hit the buttons and strum, because there's a strumming part, in order, uh, and play various classic rock songs for points. So is your grief with this game that nothing stacks and it takes too long? or Nothing or stacks. You have to have a friend who's also good at Guitar Hero locally. So you have to hope that your friends are also willing to put in the time and the energy. Uh, and also, it's just brutal. Some of the stuff here, <laughs> it's close. Like, it could be. Play through, because it wants you to play through the career with on harder expert using a standard controller. And the only reason I have that is because you can glitch it. Oh, okay. How do you how do you glitch that? Uh, I'll have let me take a look at the guide. But there's a way where you can you basically <laughs> just. I, I remember that I cheated. Uh, the, oh. You beat the game on hard. Let it save and turn off your console. Turn on the, your Xbox. Start with a controller. Select career from the main menu and the profile that you've used using the guitar, and the achievement will unlock. Hmm. So, but you still have to beat the game on hard, <laughs> which is not easy. That's that's why it's called hard mode. Yeah. Yes, because uh, there's yeah. three. There's easy, medium, hard, and expert. Uh, you have to also beat the game using. Uh, you have to beat the career mode using lefty flip. So. Normally, oh, yeah. Normally, you play with the buttons on your on your left hand, and this time you have to flip it so that the buttons on your right, and you're strumming with your left. I'm left-handed, and I'm terrible at that. So you have to do one with and without lefty flip. So you actually have to play through the whole career eight times, and that's the only achievement you get for doing that. Worth ten whole points for doing the lefty flip. You get achievements for each individual difficulty, right? But you played through the career already. Yes. Now you're just mopping up. So it would take an, an entire other playthrough for a 10-point achievement. Yes. And then you have to play every single song with... You have to have a co-op partner because you have to play them all as a bassist, and then you have to play them all as a lead guitar. Now, do you have to pass them? Yes. Or can you put the uh, them on that casual mode? You would, you would still have to beat them, but you also have to five-star all of the songs on co-op on each of the difficulties. Ugh. That's <laughs> so bad. That's a terrible achievement. <laughs> well, the, each of them are their own achievement. Oh. But you have to find a friend who's just willing to do that. You have to gold star 30 songs on Expert. Or 20 songs on Expert. Gold star means that you 100% perfect it. So you don't miss a single note the entire time on Expert mode. Even with some of the DLC. Because they added a lot of DLC to this. It's still very difficult. 
the one that I'm the most proud of uh, is the long road ahead achievement. This is a hundred pointer. Complete all difficulties in the career. Buy everything from the shop and complete 100 online matches. That's in, like that's difficult. Seems like that would take a while. It took a very long time. You have to win <laughs> 500 online ranked matches for a 20 point achievement. Can you? Oh, can you uh, cheese that with a boosting partner? Yes, but you still have to okay. do 500. <laughs> still <individual. laughs> 500. Right. You don't have to do uh, 500 songs. There's only yeah, so many times you can listen to some of these songs before you're like, uh, gonna kill somebody. What if they quit out? I'm not. Does it count as a win? I'm not sure. I only did the, you know, we'd have somebody lose, essentially. But yeah, it's still gonna. You can do seven battles, it looks like. And you have to play yeah. Slow Ride. And I guess the other player can immediately fail out. But yeah, it's gonna take you. Boy, that's still 500 is a lot of it. 500 is uh, intense. So you're in college and mm-hmm. they come to you and they say, Mr. Volger, we know that you're going to be huge in the achievement community in the years ahead. How do we fix our list? Allow stacks. Now let me stack this with other things. Uh, let mm-hmm. me have online for the campaign so that I can beat some of these campaign stuff with a friend over the internet. Yeah, it makes sense. Because that's a lot of it. Uh, and then chill out with all these ranked things and <laughs> some of this other stuff, man. It's it's intense, yeah. Five-starring all co-op songs on Expert is insane. Mm-hmm. What's the ratio on that one? Ten. It's a 75-point achievement. Oof. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty significant for an old 360 game. Yes. Well, it looks like almost 1,700 people have unlocked it. Oh, also, only the uh, first person, the main profile, gets that in co-op. <laughs> so if you want to complete this with your buddy, you're going to have to do it twice so that your buddy can get it. Oh, or God. actually, you're going to have to do it four times. Yeah, you have to do it way too much. If So you're have to gonna find this rare bird who's also interested in... He's not interested in achievements, but just very interested in finishing a guitar hero. <laughs> That's, that's pretty niche, but uh, I guess it's doable. To put it into perspective, this game was huge. 180,000 people play, have played this game, according to TA, probably way mm-hmm. more. And of those on TA, only 609 have completed it. Oof. That's a bit rough. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, and even the top review says, great for the casual guitar hero, but tough as nail for the expert ones. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, this is not something you're going to complete anytime soon if if you decide to start it i guess go back and and do it (laughs) yeah good luck with that yeah have fun (laughs) yeah that's truly dreadful um i think you chose a truly dreadful list so hats off to you for picking a loser yep it's been uh 13 years of uh upset you've been you've been waiting to talk about this for a while then yes it's it's been it's been simmering (laughs) it's a slow burn well I I have the uh, the other side of the coin for you. Talk about stuff that's good? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of rough, there is this little dog that uh, shows up in a certain series of games, which are the Bi-Poji game collection. I am sure that you are familiar with this, given your gamer score for the month of May. Uh, so I'm sure that you've probably completed all of them. And uh, I've had no problems whatsoever. You have Ladders, Crypto, One Word, Word Sudoku, and Roundabout by Poji. 
I did learn something today as I was getting this together, which is that this whole time I thought it was all these games like one word by POWG. I thought it was P-O-W-G with an exclamation mark. So I think my eyes have been going out on me or something. <laughs> I just recently found out that that is an I at the end, not an exclamation mark. So if anybody else had that trouble, I assure you it is an I at the end, not an exclamation mark. Would you like to take a guess as to what that stands for? Oh, I didn't know it was an acronym. I just called it POWGY. Uh, well, it, that's as good as I got. I, I, I was calling it POWG because I thought there was an exclamation mark there, but now I'm calling it POWGY or POWGY. I don't know. Mm. So I, it, took, it took me a while to actually find what it stood for. It, they have it very well hidden. Uh, what is it? It is Puzzle on Word Games, Inc. Ah. So... It's a, there was a sentence that says, Puzzle on Word Games, Inc. publishes a variety of word puzzles and games. That's the only place I could find that information. So it was on some review on for like the Switch or something, because apparently they're on all platforms. But it's Puzzle on Word Games, Inc. Poji. There you go. So I just thought I'd throw that little tidbit out there because I had no idea that going into it but if you're unfamiliar with these these are these clever little word games where you're using words in different ways like uh some of them are funnier than others like the the ladders one was probably my favorite as far as the puns in game like after you finish the stage make sure you stick around long enough to read the pun that is on the screen uh that was definitely the highlight of the series however it didn't really tie over to the achievements much because in that game the achievements had like give me a j give me a g it was like every alphabet letter give me one of those but anyway they usually have a achievement relating to spelling out penis uh they have two of those actually and i use one of them as my 1.3 million achievement so (laughs) there you go uh i think it was actually the one in ladders in fact so it was like grow up already i believe was the name of it (laughs) now as for this game, why I chose it, but before I, I tell you why, I should give you a little stats on it. It's uh, one word. It uh, takes a little less time than Guitar Hero 3. It's a zero to one hour completion. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, although I did see on uh, Guitar Hero 3, someone did put a zero to one hour estimate for Guitar Hero 3. So someone's really good at that game, apparently, and can time travel through songs or something. I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, there's always just one person, right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this game is worth 1,043 true achievement scores, so 43 uh, tad there. There's 32 achievements for solving quotes from 32 different individuals. So there you go. That's basically all there is to this game is you you have to solve a quote using a. I guess it's kind of like a what is that called where you have like certain letters that stand for other letters i don't cipher maybe i think it might be a cipher i don't but anyway it's kind of like a cipher where all the a's in the quote actually are t's or something like that and all the are you sure you're talking about one word one word was the acrostics or where you did the not the acrostics but the word search Uh, oh you're right you're right i'm sorry you're thinking of crypto yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I can't remember. I just re- remember that I enjoyed the achievement. So, so cross that out. It's not a cipher. I was just testing you just to make sure that yeah, you knew I, this I'm, game. I'm on top of it. 
Yeah. Okay. So this was the word search one. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So basically, just pull up TA. It has a picture of the solutions, and then you just highlight the correct letters, and then you get your achievements for it. So very simple. That's why it's a zero to one hour completion. Which one was the one with the ciphers? Crypto. Crypto. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. So why is this game good? Clearly, it made a very lasting mark on me because <laughs> I know it like the back of my hand. But for a game like this, that's so remember, you know, memorable. It would have been like really easy by Poji to simply put the name of the author as the name of the achievement, and then the description as reveal the quote by whoever that author was. Mm-hmm. So they did do that for the description. So all the descriptions are reveal the quote by. You know, vulgar Latin, reveal the quote by, and it's like, that's all the descriptions. So it would have been real easy to just put the name of that individual as the name of the achievement, is what I'm trying to say. But I am pleased to say that they actually got creative and showed some effort. And I, for one, appreciate them not mailing it in and just doing the achievement list and, you know, on a Friday afternoon, like that one game, I can't remember. Destiny 2. Yeah, Destiny 2, that one. Yeah. So, I appreciate them actually taking the time to put some thought into it and actually having some fun with it. Because, you know, in a game like this, there's not much to the game, so you might as well have fun with it. Here's some examples. There is one for a quote from Charles Dickens, and this is not the uh, penis achievement. Uh, That is a different game. But it is an achievement called What the Dickens, which I found humorous. Because that's something that I, you know, have said in my life. You know, it's kind of a an expression. What, what in the Dickens is going on here, or something like that? And Thomas Edison, light bulb moment. So you kind of had your light bulb moment, and you got the achievement. You have the Oscar Wilde achievement that's called "That's Wild!" exclamation mark. You know, much unlike the exclamation mark at the end of Pow G. So, are you familiar with uh, Francis Bacon? Y- yes, uh, I have all his albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people do because he is a very well-known English philosopher and father of the scientific method. And so they since everyone knows so much about him, they <laughs> for Francis Bacon, they called the achievement Francis Bacon question mark. Like this country of France is bacon. Uh, I, I clearly they didn't know who he was either. So that <laughs> uh, <laughs> was pretty funny. And then Charles Schultz, he's the guy that wrote Snoopy and Charlie Brown and all that. Working for Peanuts was his. Stephen King, Maine man, because he's from the area of Maine. That's the state that he, that's his state. And I think he might be the only famous person from Maine. I can't prove that, but I think that is 100% accurate. So if you're from Maine, you're not going to be successful. (laughs) Now. Wow. Ouch. (laughs) <laughs> Did we just lose all our main listeners, all three of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there any, even a state leaderboard up there? I don't know. Another interesting thing that I talked about earlier was, well, I don't know if it's interesting, but I find it interesting, is that Pal G has a mascot. Like, that's something you don't really see uh, a lot of. I mean, granted, you have the Rataleka, you know, little animals, but they, they don't really tie in. They don't use them, like, throughout the game. They just use it in the intro screen. But Pal G's mascot is this dog or, or puppy, and it's in all their games. Uh, this mascot shows up and is like on the title screen and and talks to you throughout the game. Well, like he has all the the the, the dialogue boxes are coming from that dog, 
So they really use their mascot a lot in the games. And so I thought it was pretty cool since they incorporate the mascot into the games that they actually incorporate the mascot into the achievements as well. So here's some examples of that. So they have the quote from Al Gore, and the achievement is called An Inconvenient Woof. Yeah. Uh, Woof. Woof. Oh! Yeah. Maine man, because he's from Maine. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Yeah, he's from Maine. I looked Anna Kendrick from Maine. L.L. Bean, also from Maine. Mr. Bean? L.L. Bean? He's English. Milton Bradley? Okay, I do know Milton Bradley. Well, not personally, but I know of him. George Bush? From Maine? The the first one, yes. Huh, okay. Sure. Yeah. That's it? That's all we got? Well, I got a whole thing here. Apparently, the <laughs> uh, entire uh, state of Maine has a list of famous people. Harriet Beecher Stowe? Judd Nelson? So, if if you're a state that keeps a running list of famous people from there, there's probably not a whole lot of famous no. people from there. I'm sure that, like, Delaware has a similar list, right? I can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just derailed everything. No, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I, I didn't realize this was going to be... Uh, I mean, what have we accomplished so far? I, was, I began by talking about the wrong game, and now we've made fun of two states so we've yeah. lost 125th of our audience now let's be honest there's nobody that lives in delaware yeah yeah it could i think it's i don't even think it exists have you ever been there <laughs> i've never been there I, I i no i i had a chance and i just said no nah, i'm good I, I don't need to see what they got going on there <laughs> so you know this achieve these achievements uh for dogs so uh <laughs> sorry we got are you gonna get the francis bacon one pretty soon here all right so we have clint eastwood we have million dollar puppy we have i actually like this one bill gates it is doggy in the windows uh yeah because you know like the old song yeah about buying a dog that's in a window yep doggy in the windows and then this one i thought was pretty clever napoleon the achievement name is a bone apart uh, uh they <laughs> they spent some time on this. I'm telling you. So I like the achievement names. They did a good job being clever because it would have been so easy, like I said, like to just put the name of the person as the achievement and then put reveal the quote of so and so. I mean, it would have just been really easy. They would have been done in like, you know, ten seconds. But the fact that they went through and actually took the time and tried to come up with something clever, I really do appreciate that. And then also, I did want to add one last note here which is that the achievement art is pleasant. I like looking through achievement art. Call me weird. I like it. It's a lost I, art. I, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, at some point, I want to like make like uh, some art with it, like uh, all the achievements that you ever get or something like that and put it into like a some kind of um, collage of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I think it looked pretty cool. But anyway, this one's pretty cool. It is, instead of like, I don't know what they could have used, but they probably would have just put like the initials of the person, like a big Times New Roman, you know, for Charles Schultz, they would have put CS, put the initials of the person or something like that. I don't know. They could have also just done the uh, dog logo. That's what yeah, a lot the dog of places, logo, yeah, just yeah. kind of whatever. There you go. Right. It would have been, yeah, making different looks. Although it would have been cute if they had taken the dog and like dressed him up like the character. That would have been good. 
yeah, that would have been good. So maybe a future game or something. But but what they did do is they used these hello, my name is tags. You know, the ones where you it says hello, my name, and then you're supposed to write. It's like used at events where you don't know anybody. And so they used those, and then they made it look like the individual signed it. So I did do some research, and I looked up, and they're not the actual signatures. I looked up a couple, and it wasn't even close. So I don't think they were trying to go realistic here. But it is kind of cool that they use a variety of fonts that seem to match the individual kind of, mm-hmm. the feel of that individual. In the end, it's just kind of a cool little collection where you have all the first names of the individuals. So like for Bill Gates, it says, hello, my name is Bill. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. that. And they didn't use the same font for each one. They used, they used a wide variety of fonts to make it look kind of unique. It was very aesthetically pleasing, I should say. They did good, though Yoda. Yeah. I don't know if that's how Yoda would sign his name. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I forget there's an, like, I don't know, some famous uh, Ming Dynasty person or something. They just put a bunch of symbols. I don't know if that's accurate either, but. Uh... It's the Dalai Lama. <laughs> that's right. Dama, Dama Mia, right? Lama Mia. Lama Mia, that's it. <laughs> Anyhow, a good list. They, they they did a good job. So hats off to the, the fine folks at Puzzle on Word Games, Inc. Also known as Poggy. 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 There you go. That's. I think, we, I think we nailed it. Got it. Yeah, there we go. One good list, one bad list. If you want to talk about if it was a good list or is a bad list or you have any recommendations for us, put it in the podcast channel. Also, if you are from the great states of Maine and or <laughs> Delaware and you would like to lodge a complaint, please put those into Elroy's DMs. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get as many as you got for the Destiny thing. No, yeah, that's uh, that's okay. <laughs> ah, shoot. And if you're from Maine and you're famous, <laughs> who are we kidding? Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyhow, well. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll catch us the next time. See ya. Greetings. I'm Wakapale, and I've been playing the last known Battle Royale release of the summer. Worms Rumble had a stealthy day one release into Game Pass, and I'm so glad me and others did not have to pay the $15 asking price. Not because the quality is not there, it is because the game demands a larger player base with its up to 32 player matches. Worms Rumble is a real-time take on the turn-based Worms games. Instead of taking turns controlling a team of worms killing each other with a wide array of weapons, you play as a single worm in real time. Worms Rumble is a twin-stick 2D platformer with 3D graphics and features crossplay. The game has no bots, which is very unfortunate as it requires a huge number of players to populate matches. Unfortunately, the player base is not great, at least not at times when I play. The controls work on a gamepad, but you can tell it was really made for mouse and keyboard. The biggest issue with playing it using a controller is that it is rather difficult to maintain your aim while jumping as you jump with A, move with the left stick and aim using the right stick. 
since you also have to fire a weapon using the right trigger and or throw grenades with the right bumper, you need to play with your hand in a rather uncomfortable position to be able to reach all the important buttons on the controller if you want to play effectively. Since most console players do not bother, they are usually much easier to kill than PC players as you can easily outmaneuver them if you manage to figure out the air controls. There are two main modes, deathmatch where you try to get as many kills as possible in 5 minutes where you respawn if you die and last worm standing which is a battle royale mode with matches usually lasting 2 to 5 minutes. There are also limited time modes of which I've only seen one thus far, a deathmatch mode with one hit kills using the plasma blaster. The detailed 3D graphics comes at a cost. The game is huge at its 10 GB install size considering it only features a handful of levels. It also runs significantly worse on an Xbox One X than the Series X with a very noticeable frame rate difference. As expected, load times are much faster on the series, but that matters little as you will still have to wait for other players to load into the game. I've had fun with Worms Rumble. Unfortunately, it has a very grindy achievement list. Around 15 of its 26 achievements can be unlocked in an evening, but after that the grind kicks in. Almost two weeks after release, only 1% of players have unlocked at least one of the achievements for playing specific maps 10 times. Worms Rumble is a very time-consuming completion, with estimates hovering around 50 hours of playtime to reach level 50, which very likely will be your penultimate achievement. However, you will likely spend as much time matchmaking as actually playing. It is also impossible to complete the game in less than 17 days, as you need to unlock 50 daily challenges, of which you get 3 per day. The dailies also varies greatly in effort to finish, some requiring you to get 50 bazooka kills, win 3 matches, or play 10 matches, often tied to specific modes, having you play deathmatch, team deathmatch, last worm standing, or team last squad standing. Other dailies just require you to throw 50 grenades, or get 1000 baseball bat damage, which is significantly easier than the aforementioned dailies. You will also have to max out all weapons to level 10. This will not make you more powerful, just unlock cosmetics. There are 10 weapons in total, and some are rather hard to find, which will make them level slowly, or are just bad, making you not gain much experience while using them. Being 2 weeks after launch, only 54 of the game's 17,000 players on TA have maxed their weapons. Right now, Worms Rumble has 26 achievements worth 1,000 game score and 18,000 TA, with one 75 game score achievement not yet unlocked by anyone, as it requires 17 real time days to unlock. I highly doubt it is unobtainable, as it has achievement tracking along with most of the other achievements in the game. Worms Rumble is a fun action-packed game, but it more than outstays its welcome, and just two weeks after its Xbox release, I rarely matchmake with more than 10 players for its 32-player matches, despite the game being launched into Game Pass and having crossplay enabled. In fact, my recent matches have hovered around 5 players. This might have something to do with the automatic server detection, just caring about geography and not player base, but it is not a good look. If you're not a completionist, Worms Rumble offers a fun evening or two. I highly doubt 
boosting matches is very difficult with a dismal player base, as you can select your server and disable crossplay, but there is no need for it as most achievements are fairly simple. It appears you need 5 players to start a match, but matchmaking is most of the time painfully slow. I'm fairly certain it just stops working sometimes, and you have to reboot the game for it to successfully matchmake again. The game also crashed on me a couple of times, which is very frustrating, as it takes a few minutes to get into a new match. The lackluster player base and matchmaking experience is the downfall of Worms Rumble. The game can be a good time but it isn't for such a long time as the achievements require you to play for a completion. With no bots and a heavy reliance on a plentiful player base, I can see why the developers made the achievement list a grind, but most will have had their fill of the game within a few hours, as evidenced by the low number of players, mere weeks after launch. If it wasn't for me trying to remain near the top of the battle royale leaderboards on TA, I would have stopped playing already content with 22 of the game's 26 achievements. While I don't hate grinding out the remaining achievements, at least not yet, I could certainly find a better or more entertaining use of my time. Have a nice day everyone!